For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Uh, sitting here with uh, <clears throat> me, Nate Borgetti, uh Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, and uh, a younger Dusty Slate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> John Reap. Ginger Dusty. In. Yes. Uh, today's episode of the Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by ZocDoc, BetterHelp, uh, Athletic Greens, and Draft Kings. Athletic Greens and Draft Kings. Mm. Sounds good. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh yeah, if you listen to this, uh, we've pre-recorded it. Uh, I believe this is the first episode you've been back since your special came yeah, out. And it did not go as planned. No, that one joke. <laughs> do you want to address the controversy? <laughs> yeah. To the Muslim uh, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fill me in. Uh, I know, it'll be interesting to see, because, yeah, we're, so my special comes out, uh, it came out mm-hmm. by then, it's January 31st. Um all right, because we're retroactively. Yes, gotcha. Yes, we had to. Uh, yeah, we had to do this one because we're. Uh, I, I'm. I don't know where I'm at. You missed last week's episode. I missed last. Yes, yes, missed last week's episode. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I'm just. I'm somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not here. If only you had a website where people could look. Yeah, your <laughs> I'll be in Vegas this weekend. Uh, it's where I'll be Super Bowl weekend this nice. weekend. Uh, uh, ooh, let's yeah. make a prediction. See if you're right. Yeah, let's see. I say Titans. Uh, <laughs> Titans come back. Titans Panthers. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's go crazy and let's see. Uh, Bills Giants and but the Bills win. Well, who did the Bills play when they lost? They lost four in a row. They lose to the Giants. The oh, Cowboys. they lost, they lost to the, the Giants Cowboys. in the first one. Yep. Yeah. Cowboys twice. I know that much. I think three times, right? Pro- probably. I know at least two, maybe three. But <laughs> I, I think the Giants was one of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say Bills. And oh, this that is, would be. I would love to see a Bills Cowboys. You're going to see their reunion of something. Yeah. yeah. And so do I want to say the Giants or the Cowboys? Uh, I'm going to say Bills Cowboys, actually. And uh, the Bills win. I like it. Yeah. 
That would be the yeah. NFL would love for that to happen. Oh uh-huh. yeah, think of that story, the rivalry, yep. the yep. history of all that. Well, yeah. they probably already rigged it to end up. That <laughs> yeah, probably already got probably, the script yeah. written. I'm reading off the paper. Uh-huh. It's oh, it's the Bills Cowboys. Look at that. Bills <laughs> lose is. again. Fifth yeah, yeah. Fifth wow, <laughs> bummer. Wow. Off the yeah, still field goal problems. Oh my gosh! Did you <laughs> they see got that, fixed. that cow? The Cowboys game. Yeah, he missed five field goals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Has that ever tough. happened? Extra points. No. Peyton Manning. Yeah, really I'm extra, sorry. Yeah. Not even field goals. Extra yeah. points. Yeah. Did they even attempt to kick a field goal? That no. Game? They no, but he made the last one. He did. Okay. And funny they didn't show it. Yes, they were talking, and it, yeah. it went right through the uprights right when it switched to the. There's a bunch of that when you watch football now. It's like there. It's like I mean. It's they just come back so late and like they're like already started. You're like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, is it not? Is that the game program? Yeah, Yeah. and it's just like, oh, forgot everybody. Oh, yeah, you're watching this sport thing that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. And usually, you don't care about extra point, but when you've missed four in a row, whatever, you kind of want to see it. I mean, it became the only thing that you wanted to see. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it became the best part of that game. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I wanted to see it so, uh. So, yeah, so here we are. So I, we might as well just start with some comments, right? Sure. Yeah. Since uh, uh, we've been, you know, who knows what's going on by the time this happens. Uh, Nick Alexander, happiest part of my Wednesday. Hello, folks. Saddest part of my Wednesday. That's probably a good place to stop. Yeah. <laughs> that is. And that's a good place to stop right there. Yeah. We're done. That's it. Should've, John, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Should have ended with Nick. Uh Nick Alexander, two first, two first names, last names. Alexander's, I guess, is he last spells name. Nick without the K. N I C. Sounds yeah. like a, a weird basketball conference. Yeah. Oh, the Nick. <laughs> yeah, he's in the N I C. Yeah, he's in the N I C. It does sound like yeah. ego to the A C. That's when you don't make the N I T. You got to play in the N I C. Kate the Great, tired mom of three, soon to be four here. I love checking early on Wednesday mornings to watch the newest episode. It gives me the right amount of laughter and conspiracy theories to start out my day before homeschooling my children. If my kids grow up doubting the curvature of the earth, I'll just blame you guys. <laughs> Give it up, folks. <laughs> Not like that. Probably get some more if you're homeschooled. You know, you get a little bit of your mom's opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And that's probably, do you think her kids have to color Kate the Great? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's part of the curriculum, isn't it? Yeah. I like that there's a lot of it's, you know, probably a lot of lessons like, well, well, you know, they did it just the same way, you know, your dad doesn't answer the phone. And you're like, All right. well, yeah, here we you're go. Like, here we go. And the teacher's gone off the rails. Uh Michael Tonelli. Tonelli. Mm-hmm. Tonelli. Oh, Tonelli. Okay. Oh yeah. Michael Tonelli. My great uncle Mario Tonelli was an All American Notre Dame fullback. He was also a POW in Japan for five years. Japanese soldiers stole his Notre Dame national championship ring, but a, but a Japanese officer got the ring back for him because he went to USC and saw my uncle play. That ring is still in my family today. This is why I feel the Notre Dame USC rivalry is one of the best. It transcended a world war. Wow, that's wow. amazing. That's pretty cool. Wow, I'd like to see this ring. Michael Tonanelli, it's in a picture of it into the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What a resume, huh? All American Notre Dame fullback and then a war hero. Yeah. It's kind of like that scene from Pulp Fiction. This watch. 
Yeah. Well, like I ended up, my, my, my grandfather's my five years. <laughs> Remember that scene? No, I don't know. I've seen it. You ever seen Pulp Fiction? No. Oh, no, date. No. Well, he didn't do that, but he did say he buried the ring in a metal soap dish beneath his prison barracks. Yeah. Oh, he that's, that's better off. than your butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, 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 he took it off. That's not when he gets, well, when you get captured, I'm sure you probably. Wow, that's pretty cool. The first thing cool. you do is just go, I'm going to get rid of this jewelry. Yeah. And the fact that he wore it is. Yeah, know. that's true. I mean, some people would swallow it, you know, back in yeah. the day. They say, uh, you know, a lot of the Jews that were uh, uh, captured or whatever would swallow their jewelry. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then just yeah. like, hopefully one day when it comes out, this war will yeah. be over with. I'll be free. <laughs> yeah. You know. Man. Mm. I mean, just the stuff these guys had to go, like. It's crazy. Just to be. You're, you win a championship, uh, you know, goes and plays at professional. The Chicago Cardinals. Yeah. Bates. Wow. Was that your favorite team growing up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, Why I was saying, Bates, so, 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 hey, I got they somebody on my good. side. Yeah, they were good. Were oh, that yeah. one year? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. crazy. crazy. <laughs> 108, uh, scored 108 points that one. Yeah. yeah. That's when I had five quarters. <laughs> <laughs> they got not just let them keep it going. Uh, but like having to go to war, man. I mean, that's just such a. It's it, it puts stuff in perspective. Which they talk about like when you see athletes today, if there's like any complaining, you're like, yeah, they went to war, man. Mm-hmm. And like the main ones. Yeah, we talked about like Ted yeah, Williams right. going to war. Yeah. That's like Steph Curry going to Iraq. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Well, there, speaking of Cardinals, there was the uh, the uh, what's the guy's name that played for the uh, Cardinals? That oh god, he went to war, like right after nine eleven. Tillman. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it got killed. Friendly fire. I know. That's crazy. That's tough. And that, uh, but that's a cardinal. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah, there we circle. go. Full yeah. circle. I connect uh, the dots. Yeah. That's why I brought you in. <laughs> it's a dot collector. Uh, it's a dot, dot collector. collector. Yeah. Collector? Collector. Collect uh, I collect yeah. them, yeah. and then I connect, connect them. Back yeah. in our day, yeah. we had to, right? Yeah, we didn't have these dots just lying around. You had to go out and find the dots. Then you got to figure out, well, how do we put these together? That's you right. You guys are born with dots now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm full of them. Yeah. Cam. Uh this is by Cam. <laughs> Nate, I feel your pain with the refilled Fiji water bottle. My wife would also not change a thing if we won a billion dollars. In 15 years, she has never given me a whole paper towel. She takes one <laughs> off the roll, tears it in half or smaller, and gives me that. Oh. If she uses one just to dry a clean dish, she hangs it to dry. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> no. insane. I love that she's not into material things, and I get it. Neither of us grew up with money, but for the love of God, can I get more than a post-it note when I'm eating hot wings? I agree. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty good – he wrote that out as a uh, – That's a bit. That's a bit. Yeah. Even the, the, he way, yeah, the rhythm. It. Yeah. Can I get more than a post-it note when yeah. I'm eating hot wings? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife's – that's the same. I guess the counter to that is get your own paper towel. Well, I don't know what the point of a wife is then. <laughs> I love paper towels. I use paper towels all the time <laughs> for everything. I should probably not use as much as I do. Are you uh, like it's, it's? I should probably just grab a wash rag for stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's for everything. Is yours like uh, your Toilet. house is like a Hooters? You just gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just right. We have that. <laughs> yeah, next to the sink, the one that goes on the, yeah. the stick, it just yeah. so it sets up that way. Yeah. Back in the day, you had the one that would go 
uh, horizontal, mm-hmm. but we got the stick. We've got one out in the uh, sunroom also on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm addicted to those things. And I, but I don't like the ones that when you pulled it off, I expect it to be about this big, like a piece of paper. Yeah. Then they've got the ones that have the half tear. He's saying she takes the half tear Tears that? <laughs> that it would have been a giant day for her when she when they when she found out they started doing half tears. I mean, it was <laughs> they when they yeah, had they the, changed the perforation. Yeah. yeah, she was like, "Oh man, what a what a day this is." Uh, yeah, I I use a towel for but that's me as for like uh, when I eat and stuff. If you but that's because I'm weird. Oh, you use like a bath towel? No, I use okay. a like a. Uh, I could use a dish rag or like a. I'm not into like because it's like napkins. Can, a lot of I have na- a weird thing where like I've talked true. about it. Before, if the napkin's not it. thick enough and it sticks yeah. to you, that's that's mm-hmm. trash, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of that, if you're staying in a hotel, yeah, and you you know in the coffee area and they have yeah. the little packs of the, the the Splenda, yeah, that napkin in there is the worst napkin yes. that exists oh, on the yes. planet. Yeah, so I can't trust those napkins. And if I got food, I'm eating it in my room. I use the bath mat. That's my napkin. The bath mat? The one that goes oh. that you put your feet <laughs> yeah. on. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. What do you call it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one that you lay in front of the shower and stuff like well, that. Yeah. For your feet. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or a towel or a wash rag. Yeah. Or, you know, I, a lot of times it's like the hand towel. And yeah. I put that on. I mean, I just take my clothes off and I sit there and I eat like rotisserie chicken naked. <laughs> yeah. With like this Kramer. Towel on with me. Kenny Rogers Rosie. Yeah. yeah. And then I wipe it off, and it's nasty. And I put that in the shower. And I'm thinking, if someone just visits, comes yeah. in here and sees like all these dark brown orange stains, <laughs> yeah. on it's like a, a washcloth in the shower. Yeah. yeah, like what? What's wrong with that guy? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can't trust those hotel napkins. Yeah, yeah. I, gotta have I a use real, a hand towel. Yeah, that works. It's yeah. efficient. Then you gotta yeah. wash it though. But I feel like if I'm in a hotel and it's not mine, I don't have to worry about (laughs) it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the maid will get that. Yeah. (laughs) You asked to wash it. Yeah. You throw it in her face when you're leaving. (laughs) Take care of this for me. Take that with you, please. (laughs) Guys, thanks to ZocDoc, we can now find and book in-person or telemedicine appointments for medical or dental care. That is helpful for people that are on the go or work different hours like we do. Have you guys ever gone down the social media rabbit hole to try to find an answer to your health issue? Oh, every day. Oh, so many times. I figured you have some answers. Yeah, I mean, I find them. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, so I need a professional. Yeah, so that's why we need ZocDoc. You're trying to find the cause for your symptoms, like gout or hair loss. Wait a second. I'm just reading this for the first time. <laughs> Just attack me. And you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole. I got to read these ahead of time. You stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole for, full of questionable advice from so-called experts. That's targeted at me. <laughs> yeah. yes. Did Laura write this? There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusting professionals and not random people on the internet. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Nate and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find the find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Nate. ZocDoc.com slash Nate. Uh, Katie F- Fuller, we have the ultimate... Uh uh, is that what's uh, Sarah Fuller? Yeah, the, I thought that yeah. too for a second. Yeah, 
Katie Fuller, we have the ultimate running dead joke in my family. My entire family, when eating our meals, waits for the first person to say I'm full. Hmm. Then it is a mad rush to be the first person to say I'm fuller. It has been so ingrained that it's uh, like a reflex now when you hear I'm full to shout I'm fuller. I've said it when meeting my boyfriend's family for the first time. Work work dinners, it's every meal. My friends all say I'm stuffed to avoid the inevitable. (laughs) That's funny. That's fun. Yeah. If that's yeah. your last name, I guess over time, you probably it probably comes and goes. Like it's funny the first time you hear it, but then if that's your if your whole life, yeah. we had a previous mm-hmm. commenter named Fuller, and we commented about how you can't you got to be a certain weight if that's your name. Yeah, you know, or you're just gonna be hearing all the time. Oh, are you Fuller? You, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, you you, you mm-hmm. and she's just saying, <clears throat> yep, that's that's accurate. Yeah, you're probably doing it that they don't even realize that they're doing it. They just say it. I'm full. I'm fuller. And it just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like, she. that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting tired of that too, by the way. A lot of that's happening. What? That's what she said. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's happening a lot. More so than when it did the first time. Mm-hmm. Have you not, have you? Have, the office took it back. Office took it back. And, and then, then now that they redid the office on Netflix. Yeah. It's coming back in the third or fourth wave. Well, yeah. it's the kids that are watching the office for the right. first time. Yeah. Right. And they think it's hilarious. Yeah, they think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the office is hilarious, but the yeah. whole that's what she said. Yeah. It's only funny when you're doing it if Steve Carell's doing it. Yes. <laughs> you know. And if you said that's what, that's she, what said. she said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the fourth time yeah. in the same day, the same person, it's like <laughs> It's yeah. enough. You got to open her. You're thinking I, about I, right somebody now. Somebody have to go. She's she says a lot, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Tell her to shut up. Sandra uh, Nijin. <laughs> Do you know how to say it? I don't. Win. Win. Yeah. Oh wow. Win. Do you I went know to high school with a guy with that same spelling? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you knew how to say it? Too. I did. I I'm, was look. I was waiting to see how yeah. you guys mm-hmm. would do it. I believe it's Vietnamese. Oh. Uh, you better hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When she's like, I'm from Arizona. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> when the internet was born back in my preteen days, my parents paid for an AOL dial-up plan. Last year, I found out that my parents were still paying $30 a month for AOL. <laughs> they are both highly intelligent people who were convinced that they would lose access to their email services if they canceled. Hmm. I could see me thinking that. Right. Mm-hmm. And do they still use that email? She did. There was more. She said, yeah, they all still have it. Yeah. So so what is it they're wasting their money on if they're still using that email and if they're still using, not the dial-up service, but maybe a, a Wi-Fi plan? I don't know what plans AOL, do they, do they even exist? Yeah. A surprising amount of people mm. still use AOL. <clears throat> okay. Because there's some cities where that's the only way you can get internet still. Uh, dial-up? Yeah. Really? Oh, like they don't have Wi-Fi? Mm-hmm. Oh. Or the cable. Yeah, but that that's like on AOL too to be like, how are you taking, you're just taking money from these people? Like you don't just go, we're not doing that. Like everything's free. Right. But you're saying these cities, they have to have it. As of 2019, so it's a few years ago, but 2 million people, 2.1 million people still use AOL dial-up to connect to the internet. Wow, There's, I forgot who comedian what comedian does this, but he goes. Here's a quick impression. Right? He just uh, he takes his hands, cuffs the microphone, goes, "You've got mail." That was the AOL. <laughs> and you would get email. 
from yeah. the AOL. It was, that was oh yeah. You've got mail. <laughs> it was, yeah. sounded like a weird echoey type. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. that. I, I know I got works for me. It I think you're just my... trying new jokes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I started you with go. not me, some other comedian. Yeah, you, you did go. it pretty well. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who did, but if you guys think it's funny, I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll do it tonight. I do uh, that to a, to a joke that I think it might not work. That yeah. way I can say, I, I didn't. I didn't, didn't mind. It's not me. Yeah, I didn't he goes. This other guy. This other guy did it. Uh, I know a guy works with me. He has a net zero email account. Oh, wow. Remember net zero? Yeah. Vaguely. I don't Vaguely. Yeah, net zero. Yeah, uh, just how you get free internet, I guess, back in the day. I don't mm-hmm. even remember too much about it, but I'm like, wow, I haven't seen a net zero email address in a long time. My first email address was Hotmail. Hotmail. Yep, I had a Hotmail. Uh, mine might have been AOL. I had a Hotmail. I think I still do. <laughs> Paying $30 a month for it. <laughs> <laughs> sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> you got three Hotmails in here. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, now you bring some jokes into this. It's nice. Uh, Jennifer Johnson, I especially love your state. Oh, I especially love your state shows. So I wanted to bring a little gem to the attention from North Carolina. Oh, boy. The Fort Fisher Hermit. Robert Harrell was my granddaddy's uncle. I love granddaddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love St. Grand. That's super Southern. Uh, Robert Harrell was my granddaddy's uncle, and although he had a traumatic beginning and an ending, spoiler, he was murdered. Oh, boy. Wow. The middle is pretty interesting. Although he was a little odd, it's pretty cool that one of my one of my local celebrities is related to me and made such an impact on the lives of the folks on the eastern end of my state. Hmm. Now John, are you familiar with this guy? No, we have to look him up, right? I looked him up last night. It said at one time he was the second biggest tourist attraction in North Carolina. <laughs> Shelby. That's not far from me. Shelby's kind of famous for it. So um, what was it? Oh, he was a oh barbecue. he was a hermit. I don't understand what the bi- I mean, I lived alone until I was forty eight and nobody came to my house. So but people would flock to this guy just to see him. Fort Fisher Hermit. So his name is Fort Fisher. Is what's the Fort Fisher part of this? I don't know. So he died. He hung out in Fort Fisher State Recreation Area. That's where he ended okay. up dying. Okay, so Fort Fisher is a place. Yeah. Okay. It says with the official cause of death given as a heart attack, but I guess he died under mysterious. I mean, he was 79. Yeah. That's pretty good as uh, mm-hmm. hermit lives go. The coroner pronounced the cause of death as a heart attack, yet local rumors suggested Harold may have been killed after a violent attack by a group of three men, a fisherman alleging that he saw them speeding away in a car. However, there's no autopsy, and the case was closed as a natural death. But she's family. So I mean, not. that's, yeah, she believes. I mean, that's the stuff, though, that's like, they just go, uh, they don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I love the word. I mean, how do you, you know, like, it's like, well, I saw three guys and they go, I had a heart yeah, attack. He was a hermit, dude. You yeah. Know. Hermit. When's the last time you've heard hermit as like, instead of homeless or, you know, like a. Well, hermit feels though. like a choice. I don't know. I've, well, I've hermit, heard that word in a long time. You have time. a home. You just don't hang out with anybody. I mean, he didn't, I guess. But I think of a hermit as a guy who lives in his house and doesn't see anybody. I mean, basically me till I was 48. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard of a hermit crab. I yes, know what that yeah, is. Yes. And that's just you in your own shell, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's maybe where the term comes from. But I haven't heard that term used as a on a human being in forever. Yeah, I mean, the guy's a Wikipedia. 
Who else was a hermit? It's just a person who lives in seclusion. That's the technical okay. definition. So you can have a house and be a hermit. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah. It's uh, what's the a hoarder? Would right. a hoarder be considered? I guess a hoarder is hoard stuff. But if yeah. you're a hoarder, you're probably by yourself. Right. They often Usually. go hand in hand. Yeah. Throw yeah. some cats in there. Cats. Yeah. Some dead cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just forget about them. They yeah. get buried alive. I mean, they said there was a, a movie or a documentary about him voiced oh, by this sounds awesome. I look Barry this up. Cross right there, or Barry Corbin, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, I know him. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. I don't know him, but. You know who he is. But he was in uh, No Country for Old Men, and he was a hermit who had a bunch of cats. Fort Fisher. Oh, he was the, the dad? Hermit. He was. Uh, he was, what's his face, his dad? Tommy a, Lee Jones? Yeah. I don't think that was his dad, was it? Yeah, I think so. I think Tommy Lee Jones' dad died. I think it was his uncle, and he because he was telling oh, us some stories about yeah. his dad or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, and he played a hermit. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, Ethan Griggs. I'm 27 years old and just learned that library is pronounced library. <laughs> <clears throat> I've pronounced it library <laughs> literally my entire life. Yeah. This makes me wonder if Nate is the same way. Library. Yeah. Library. I, I, I library. I think it's like depends on how you catch me. Believe it or not, probably doesn't come up too often. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, it's usually tell me to. They go so drive past past the library. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think I say it depends on. I think I can say library if you're, but it looks like I'm trying. It, it, boom. I think I was raised where it's. I didn't know either library. You just said library. Library. Then the, the, when I found out it was pronounced that way, it's almost like, oh, now I have to go out of my way to mm-hmm. prove that I know how it's spelled mm-hmm. by changing the way I talk. So library. 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 <laughs> Sounds weird. Library. Yeah, library. Just yeah. change it. They should just change it to library. What did you? Y'all had a room in your house. <laughs> the study? The study. <laughs> or the library. Yeah. Well, mom, I'm going to go to the library. Uh, Adam J. Rogers, as a Presbyterian pastor, my mind is always on the hunt for new sermon material, and it's difficult to switch it off. Do you and the rest of the Nathan crew ever feel that way, like you're constantly hunting for the next bit of material for the next show? Uh, yeah. You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> there, it is. there it is. Rick Rogers, I uh, his name. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to write new stuff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have two thought of two things this morning, which was nice. It's a nice start to the day where you're like, all right, mm-hmm. all right. Got something there. Do y'all yeah. know right away when something's going to be a good bit? Or how many of your bits are like, this could go either way. This could be 50-50. This might be bad. This might be good. I think I, if I know, I think what I thought of this morning, I thought both were going to be good. Then I thought of it a little longer, and I was like, one I know will work. The other one, I think I, I can make it work. Mm-hmm. One's yeah, but they take all a, fit. Yeah. But they both fit into, I already, I mean, I wrote them down. Were you but, waking up when you thought of them? Uh, one, I'd have to, like, I mean, uh, I don't want to say it, but it's, uh, now one's, one's very funny and will work. And the other one is, uh, Does the one co- of them is, one of them's its own joke <laughs> and one is a thing that will go in with another joke. Gotcha. Okay. Does so it hit you like, like is it a um, just as a topic, 
or as a whole thing that played out in your brain? One, one's a topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other is, uh, the other is just an add on about, I talk about my wife being cheap, uh, cause that she filled that Fiji water and the thing that he talked about. And so it's just like a little at, like I had something this morning that I was like, Oh, I bet I can say this. Yeah. And then, uh, and that one, I, you know, that one's not going to be its own kind of thing. That's going to be just kind of a little ad. So it's not like it's that much, but yeah. it, it makes the story or the mm. thing I'm talking about more colorful. But I think I, I think you, I think I know more now. I can tell, like, yeah, yeah, that's gonna, that will be good. And yeah. that just comes that with makes time, it probably, hard. as you understand your voice and everything. I mean, you know, Louis C.K. said it, where he he said, you know, it's like you just know, like, yeah, that's funny, and you can tell. I've, I mean, I, I've never been one to go just any thought just be like let me go try it and see like i mean i think you do kind of know mm-hmm. like everything you did you going to take up there you're like yeah i think that's funny i think that's going to work i mean there's now because i've had to build i'm trying to build this hour and it's under such a time restraint to have to build it i've tried a couple things and you know and they were like okay and then it was like uh it's like i, I it's it's like I, I just don't feel I can get behind it. You just trust yourself, and you go like, I I know I can't. I'm not I'm not selling this thing, mm-hmm. so I don't really believe in it as much as I do think it's funny. But I'm not. I can tell that I'm not gonna. I'm if I if I say if I have any hesitation with it. So if I I feel like if I if I think of something, and then I feel like some hesitation, then I'm like. I'm never going to be able to like you really force it. I'll, I would be forcing it. Mm-hmm. And so like either I got to find the way to take, I got to find the way to get rid of the hesitation. Sometimes the hesitation comes from just how you're going to present it. I don't know how to present this. <laughs> so that's where the hesitation comes from. Like you could be like, it's funny, but I don't know how to, how to get, get into, into it. it. Right. And so if I can't get into it, then I'm not going to do it. And so I'll either sometimes be like, yeah, it's funny. I'll just have to sit on it and know it's there. And then if I can find some way to get into it, uh, you know, I have a story that I cut out of the special that I was touring with that I stood uh, about owning an alligator, which I have. Uh, and I took it out of the special. It did fit. I had it. I made it. It did fit, but it always felt like it out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so... I and I had enough time that I was able to cut all this stuff from this special that I'm now doing in the new hour because that's how a lot of this works is you can just you you really look at retired material as special material that's right. the material that needs to be retired and the other stuff kind of it can be there and then it kind of goes and changes and so the 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 alligator thing just always felt very forced to me, and I don't know how to get it in. I think about that a lot, like how I think about how do I get this joke in? Mm-hmm. How do I get what's what's so? I was thinking about that this morning too. Like it's like I'm I just kind of and I am. You just I wake up and I'm just thinking about it all day, and I go pee in the middle of the night. And if, my, if I'm up, my brain is just like I'm thinking of every moment I'm doing, just trying to find some. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm on a panic of search. But it's the alligator thing. I gotta. Uh, it's just I gotta. It's like how do I get into it that doesn't feel like I'm trying to force this story? Because it's like and I and I would maybe still do the story the same way. It just doesn't feel like it fits. Right. And it just so I have to find a way 
to like, you know, and I try, I still try, I try to this past weekend or like, or I try to, you know, I do it every show and I just try to be like, I had one show where I was like, ah, that might be the way to get into it. But it's, it's a matter of that's, that's how. What I think about I just going, Oh, I just thought of this and then start. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean you can do you can uh you can fake a crowd work like what'd yeah. you say? Alligator. Yeah. What's that? Alligator <laughs> on your shirt? Yeah. yeah, where'd you get that? That reminds yeah. me. Huh. Yeah. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can you can definitely do that. I think it it takes away from the conversational of your act. Sure. Yeah, if you got like a theme going, right? Yeah. If you like, okay, I want this theme to be yeah. all about this. Yes. And but for some reason you got the alligator thing yeah. and you know it's good. How do you how do you make it work? Yeah, you gotta, that's the hard part. Sometimes yeah. it's like, well, how does that? How do I get yeah. into this? You got to blend it in, and you almost got to mix it up enough in your own mind that you don't feel like you're telling the same alligator story, or whatever the story is. So you're, you know, it's like if I could find, if I could think of a new like alligator kind of thing that's not about me owning one, then I could get into it, and it feels like so. It's like I'm not trying to. I'm basically not trying to fit this story into the act, but I got to find something that blends what I'm doing into the, then I can go. I also did, uh, you know, I also now, you know, like a yeah. way to, but then sometimes it, it might end up feeling like you always feel like that mm-hmm. and you feel like you're forcing it. You have a lot of jokes that are really funny and you'll stop telling them and I'll say, why'd you stop telling it? And you say, I just didn't really enjoy telling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's you can how tell. it ends up in my act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Google it. It's out there forever. Yeah. You find it. I put it like want. the. Uh, so you're not going to tell that. You're, like you're probably the, not going to tell it. Okay. The luggage, the the luggage and that you go by that's in Alabama. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The, the yeah. unclaimed baggage. Unclaimed store. baggage. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're okay. What yeah, airport I is that? My, no, it's in. It's just a Scottsboro, Alabama has yeah. a store for unclaimed baggage. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm trying That's to think where I put my jokes. Bates walks around. And just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's that one at the very yeah. top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. You just got to go off like what you you know you can tell in your act where you're, uh, what part you're not looking forward to get to, and you you're the goal is to be like well I want to be excited about all of it, mm-hmm. and I want to be excited to get to all of it, and. It's hard. That's hard to find uh, an hour straight that you're. Do you that feel that excited over get. time though? You've been doing this a long time now. When an idea or topic or a thought comes to you, you'll know like pretty quick, quicker now than you when you started. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, that's gonna be yeah. A the bit. thing I, I thought of this morning, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's down. That's, it's down. And then I need to once, just say it, and then mm-hmm. once I say it, I'll say it once, and then I'll. And once it, I, once it, I'm confirmed that it gets the laughs that I, you know, and mm-hmm. and as long as I have an out, so that's the other. Like if you have an out to it, you're I, I'm pretty good. And that's the part where I'm at now, where like I don't feel like I have a new closer. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I have a closer, then I'm okay. Right. Then like in for the whole set, I can, uh, I can. I'll be okay, because mm-hmm. then, I, then you're like, I, there's a, there's a way, there's a place to go, and it's just a matter of your time. Then, because it's like, all right, am I going to get to that closer at forty minutes, or am I can I get to that closer at an hour, ten minutes? Right. So it's just a matter of like, then you're just kind of filling in, and you're, you know, you, you feel, oh, I got a good run, I can close on, and I know the last twenty minutes is going to be like, bang, 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 yeah, you know? and then you're, 
just placing it. But I think you do know. Well, this guy was say, you know, he's a uh, looking for a new sermon. He's a pastor, mm-hmm. so that's like what every week. It's he's every week looking for something. Yeah, yeah. it's like, got to be. We can't. I mean, I couldn't do that every week. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I'll, I'll think it's about something and be like, I'll give that a couple months. How yeah. long is a Presbyterian sermon? You think? Probably I mean, I, 40, yeah. 30 I would, minutes? I would say 30 times. 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah Catholic homily is like 10 minutes tops. Yeah. So they just got to write a new 10 every week. New 10 every week. Yeah. Uh, and you're not, and it doesn't have to be funny. No. <laughs> but it's got to be interesting. I prefer, right? No, I'd prefer you not be interesting or funny. Yeah. Just like, you know, let's get just through it. say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus was good. <laughs> be Jesus. All right. Yeah, read right some scripture. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you go read, but you got to find... For them, that's the hard part is they would have to find how do you get – what are you getting into? He, I mean, his email was longer. He said that every week he panics, but then he'll get out there in the world and stuff happens, and he'll find it and, like, just, you know, like, just like. It's kind of like comics. Yeah, that's oh, the thing. That's so interesting. So it's so open-ended. You can just talk about whatever you want every Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it depends. I mean, I guess it what faith you are. Catholic but, Church, the, the readings are predetermined. Every week, so they're like given source material. Oh, yeah, so they don't even have to come up with their own ideas. Baptists, not like that at all. It's mm-hmm. like we're just this Sunday, you don't know, it's gonna be something related to the Bible, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I'll he'll spin it into his world and then right. your world, and then that's it. Oh, that's but a lot it's more not pressure. like a predetermined thing, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. well, yeah, I'm sure they, yeah, it's like it's got to be like you know, today I had a delivery come and uh. And the guy needed my help, you know, or something. And then he's like, and it reminded me of, mm-hmm. and then it reminds you. And you're mm-hmm. basically finding a way to get in. Yeah. And then you're just right. talking. Doing right. exactly what you're trying to do for your act. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly that. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's like going out and being in the world, going out and doing stuff. Uh, can't be a hermit. You got to get out there. Can't be a hermit. You got to go out and feel inspired. Connecting and the be, dots. Once again. Again. Or collecting them. Collect them. Collecting, connecting. You got to collect them to connect them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, you do. John 3.16. You got to <laughs> You got to do exactly what that guy is saying do. Yeah. Is you got to walk around. Look for inspiration, something that makes you just, you know, because you can sit and wait, just hope for the random to pop up. Yeah. But it's, it's just, I'm that way. Things need to happen in my life for me to want to go talk about it. I'm not like the kind of guy, like, here's what happened in the news. And then I weigh in on that. I can't, I mean, I'll do some of that on the podcast, but I won't do that stand up. Uh, for me to make it funny in real world is it almost like it has to be real to me in my life. Yes, you know that's yeah. You have to be able to believe it. Like there has to be mm-hmm. uh, lived it, experienced it on a you know first hand level kind of a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the that's the that's like when someone gives you a comic, like gives you a, a tag, or they'd say, "What about this?" And it's usually pretty hard because you're like. Ah. Just I'm not going to say that. Yeah. I don't know how to like get behind it. Mm-hmm. But then some stuff you can. Yeah, you know it's like you got to just yeah you got to find it. This episode is also sponsored by Better Help. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets so busy you may feel overwhelmed. 
or like you're not showing up in the way that you'll want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Sometimes you just want to talk to somebody about something. I have nobody in my life I can talk to about anything. You ever feel that way? I try to call Dusty sometimes. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I'm busy. <laughs> and I call Brian. He can't figure out how to answer the phone. <laughs> so you need to. <laughs> He's on speaker. How do I take it off speaker? I'm like, golly, I'll just talk to you later. <laughs> When you're talking things out, you can be more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, entirely online, so you don't have to go somewhere. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And you don't have to, you know, you can do that without looking them in the eyes and telling them, I would like to see somebody else. I bet that's nice. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nate to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nate. Sam Galanos. Hello from sunny Melbourne, Australia. Just wanted to write and say how much I love your podcast I found you all. I found you all a few months back, and ever since I've started saying "Hey Bear" every time I enter a meeting at work or get home after a long day, it's weird to say this in Australia as we don't have bears in the bush. I know you <laughs> Americans call koalas a bear, which is bizarre as they are actually marsupials. Mm-hmm. I've never understood this. Mm. Uh, have you been to Australia? No, me either. Uh, I would love to go. Oh yeah, he's a world traveler. World traveler. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you read that in an Australian accent? Can you do an accent? Uh, hello. Can you do accents, Brian? No, I'm the worst at accents. You can't do like a generic British like no. chimney sweeper. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I've tried. Australia. <laughs> Australia. Oh, I bet you could. Kind of. You're good Let's at horses. No, no, no. But I want to hear a bad one. <laughs> I've never even tried, but I know I couldn't do it. Australia, mate. <laughs> Down under. Golly. Hello Golly. from sunny Melbourne, Australia. Just wanted to write you and say how much I love your pot. No, it's English. English. So that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. doing English, though. Yeah. Well, they're, they're pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. It was a British penal colony. That's right. Yeah, Australia was? Uh-huh. What, is, what does penal mean? Where they dump people that uh, it was, like, it was like a giant prison. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they just dump them out there and go. They have their y'all own deal island. with yourselves, like yeah. the space trash. Just oh wow, take it there. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And so they just were like, "You got to go live down there." Mm-hmm. That's a pretty far way to shovel. <laughs> <laughs> right? How mad. do they find it's England's a, a small way. island? You know, they, there's not a lot of room over there. I know, but you don't. There's a bunch of room near them. They should have switched they, it. They should have just because Australia's bigger yeah. and more sunny and nicer. We'll isn't move it? there. You, yeah. yeah, you Crimble stay, stay here, here in England, <laughs> smaller funny. island where it rains all the time. Yeah, it will go to Australia paradise. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. It would make more sense. Yeah, they should have flipped that. Yeah, flipped the script. They probably got so much going on over in England already. They're like, I've yeah. a lot of people back and forth and yeah. ships. They're like, yeah, yeah it's too much to build. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, between 1788 and 1868, about 162,000 convicts were transported from Britain and Ireland to various penal colonies in Australia. Also, I believe Georgia, the state of Georgia, was a penal colony in America, so they dump them over here too. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
I mean, that's so that uh, that's pretty crazy. So Australia, were people already, I guess, at Australia? Uh, Aborigines. Aborigines. Yeah. 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 They're indigenous people here yeah. for sure. And then, uh, yeah. I feel like we don't talk about, no one talks about the indigenous people. Like, it's all us talking about, like, how everything got started. I mean, I know people talk over about it, like, the land over here, but even everywhere. Yeah. We don't ever, like, dive in to go, well, what about them more? What was the actual, sure. the main one, you know. Yeah. First indigenous yeah. where? Yeah. Africa? Australia? How'd they yeah. get over there? Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, Pangea. Yeah, we. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a lot. Everybody goes, that's just, it's a bigger conversation. <laughs> and then no one... <laughs> And then we just go, okay. Like, we don't all have the facts. Why are we yeah, going down yeah, this yeah, road? Yeah, you don't yeah, know, and I know I yeah, don't know. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I think scientists say Africa is where it started, yeah, and then it just spray from there. But yeah. how do yeah, you get to Australia? Well, they said it was Pangea, right? Pangea was like one gigantic yeah. But I think that was before even any type of a human. Off. Right. Again, I don't know. This is we. Yeah. I don't have no idea. I don't have the facts on this. Yeah, just no. start floating away. And I'll show you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you look further. You get a little bit farther away. <laughs> just waving. Yeah. Just moving. Is it just me or are we just a little bit further apart? <laughs> you go to bed that night and you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Golly. Well, I got, where are you at? <laughs> what are you doing all the way over there? What are you doing with those little koala thingies? Yeah. Was that koala bear? He goes, what? It's a rat. What are you going to do with that sloth thingy? <laughs> yeah. It's a marsupial. No, it's a bear. I do think Australia has the best animals and stuff like that sloth is cool koala bears kangaroo kangaroo freaking amazing yeah yeah thing just bounces around it's yeah. and they're just strong. like deer like they're everywhere they're like yeah. deer a fun deer yeah but also could kill you i know that's yeah. what's fun about it it's <laughs> yeah. our deer is just deer and there you got it. it's a little it, fun it's a little hop you're like oh their deer has hands they fight them yeah i mean there's videos of them they yeah. a lot of videos yeah I would like to meet a kangaroo one day. <laughs> they also have Nashville Zoo. You can go up there and see them. Australia really also has really deadly spiders and snakes. That's yeah. true. The most they, deadly spiders will kill yeah. you. That's there. the trade-off. They got the coolest animals, yeah. and then the ones that'll really. And the, yeah, the and those and the snakes, uh, the brown snake, which is at either the most deadliest or top. I mean, that one like likes to hide in your house, in garage, <laughs> right. and stuff like that. So it's crazy to be like, you know, and here it's like, you know, the gardener snakes or the stuff like that. But I mean, that's the most deadliest snake likes its favorite places, your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just got to be like, you know, you just go out there and like jump back and you're like, oh, that's a snake that'll kill you. You're not just on edge all day. I don't know. I would just be thinking about that all the time. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm sure they do. But here's the thing with Australia. Look at the population density map we got mm-hmm. pulled up. People live on the West Coast, live on the East Coast. Just nobody in the middle. Is That's it, just nothing out there. That's why? Just a desert. desert. Yeah, it's yeah. just oh, desert, desert out there, man. Yeah. And it's a, bush. a huge Outback. state, right? Like, if you look, well, that's what you could do with Canada, I guess. Or I don't know. I think the United like States and Australia are similar in size. The... The entire state of Australia is the, almost the entire state of what's a continent country. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sorry, I'm states? just trying to. United States and Australia, I like, think, are very similar. How big do you think yeah. Australia is in your brain before that? Like uh, Rhode Island. <laughs> I think See, I would have thought like the size of North Carolina and South Carolina yeah. together. Yeah. But you're saying, well, there it is. It's, it's as big. It's similar. Look how huge it is. 
Wow. That yeah. is gigantic. So, And they gave that to prisoners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Well, I mean, I know, but they're... No one, you can only live on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, they go, well, we, the prisoners are like, joke's on you, suckers. <laughs> and then they go and like, we can only live at like this one corner. And you're like, Damn, Look at all this lava it. rock we got. Yeah. yeah, if you're listening, I mean, if you drop Australia on top of the United States, it stretches from like Vegas all the way to almost D.C. Yeah. But Texas is still bigger. Than <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of it. All of Europe. <laughs> yeah, all of Europe. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's crazy. I had no idea it was that so all, Yeah. Well, it's like if you're from Australia, then you're just like, you could be like someone was in prison. Could, yeah, yeah, at some point in your family's history. Yeah. Probably you know, so. I was in prison. did something and I got shipped There's a lot of little stuff going on over in Australia. A lot of. A lot of shady stuff. A lot of shady stuff. Mm-hmm. You yeah. go again. You, once you land in Australia, you go. I don't, I don't but trust anybody. But there's a lot of hot people. You know, there's people that like when they land, they go, "Don't trust this whole place." Got started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think they yeah. do claim that though. They have a more rebellious attitude there yeah. because yeah. of their ancestors. Yeah. What are they called? Rednecks over there in Australia. They got that. They always have their own terms for the rednecks in that area. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Australia is that anyway. We call like, it a bogan. Bogan. Oh, I like that. Bogan sounds cool. Or a Westie? What's a Westie? Oh, Westies used in uh, cities and towns across Australia. Okay, I'd rather be a Bogan than a Westie. A Bogan sounds fun. It sounds like a bad golf swing. <laughs> yeah, ah, it's a Bogan. Date, date Bogan. With, date with the Bogan today. Market with the Bogan. <laughs> a Bogan is Australian slang for a person whose speech, clothing, attitude, and behavior are considered unrefined or unsophisticated. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. It yes. can be pejorative or self-deprecating. Yeah, sounds like it. I had heard the mullet is like, you know, how it comes and goes lately a lot. Yeah. But over there, it's like it it, it has more meaning and they uh, are really into the mullets more so than... We are here in America. Yeah, Cam Smith, a golfer. Uh, but make sure his name's Cam Smith. Uh, there's two Cams. Uh, he he has a mullet. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cam Smith. Yeah, yeah, he has a big mullet. Did you ever have one, Nate? Australian? No, never, not once. I had a rat tail <sighs> once when I was little. Mm. Okay, how little? I like that? Huh? A couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> no, I had. It was, you know, I don't know. Yeah. 12 or something. Uh-huh. Like a little. Yeah, that's about it. How long did you keep it? Like uh, one, one year? Yeah, yeah. High not school long. Or whatever like, it was. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was high school. I might have been even, I might have been a yeah. 10 or 9 or something. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I've seen kids with rat tails. Mm-hmm. Don't see many adults with a rat tail. If you see one at all, yeah. it's on a kid, right? Yeah. Not a full grown 82 year old lady with a rat tail. <laughs> no. Very rare. Very rare. I've been seeing a lot more older people with tattoos. Yeah, that's bound to happen. Because I feel like you never, but now the first group of tattoos are those people are coming. Mm -hmm. That are like really tatted up. Yeah. 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 Not like uh, Hawaii or something. Or like like a military one on his arm. Yeah, but not even that. But I'm, I'm talking about like just where it's the, you know, not that. Yeah. Where it's like, like you've seen that entire tribal, where it's like thing. a military, yeah, mm-hmm. tribal or military, or like not that kind of tattooing, barbed but, wire around, yeah. The but thing. now, like the tattoos mm-hmm. that are like more your 
uh, what is yeah. it? The more, uh, not like a sleeve necessarily. But. Well, I think the barbed wire around the, the arm was the first one mm. that a lot of people got the same one of. Yeah. You, you want to show us yours? I, like. <laughs> I do have two. I got one right here and one right here. Right. You want to see this? What is that? Yeah, one? what does that say? All right, you guys love this. Dude, looks like a that- Grim Reaper doing it's stand-up comedy. The yeah. Grim Reaper. Uh, the Grim <laughs> Reaper. <laughs> He's smiling. Show the uh, Grim yeah. Reaper. It's yeah. actually a Banksy. You know who Banksy is? Yeah, yeah. yeah we just talked so about. So there's it. a Banksy of something similar to this, and I just put a mic in his hand. Call him the Grim Reaper. And uh, yeah, so it's not exactly oh. Oh, yeah. like that right there. Just like yeah. that one right there. Banksy. See? Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at oh, that. that is cool. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Grin Reaper. Yeah. Let people know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Have that That's forever, right. man. You'll die laughing. Yeah. <laughs> That's Grin what Reaper. I mean. Perfect timing for talking about old people having tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got, they got My brother's got one he's embarrassed of. It's uh he when he went to college for the first time, he went to Western Carolina and he joined a fraternity because he didn't know anybody. Yeah. You know, it was like, I didn't know anybody. I just had to make friends. So I joined a fraternity. And he got the uh, Delta Sigma Phi right next to his crotch, right next uh, to his junk. I'm like, oh, is that every time you look at that, you can think of your boys? That's yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, Why would you put it there? Just kind of hide it from mom and dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My friend in college had the, the, the Jumpman logo. He got it tattooed on his rear end. Jumpman? The Jumpman, like, like the Michael Jordan. Jordan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And still on. I think he regretted it pretty quickly because it was funny. It was really funny. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to like, now it's there. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It used to be a thing. People get drunk and get a tattoo. Now it's thought out. It's uh, how mm-hmm. people have their whole body mapped out. The guy I went yeah. to high school with, went to Myrtle Beach is when he turned 18, got drunk and got a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> drinking a beer. <laughs> I'm like, Party animal, huh? That's you. Yeah. Now he's like 52. Yeah. He's got like eight daughters. Yeah. Still got the Tasmanian reminding, yeah. hey, don't your dad was a party animal one time. Yeah. Right. Tasmanian. <laughs> well, they won't, any reputable tattoo artist will not let you get one if you're drunk now. Right. I think that time is kind of coming. Yeah, I, think he, I think you're right. Because they'll know, they'll, they can be sued. Like they can be. Yeah. In a lot of trouble if they do that. Uh, they should. I bet you're going to have like the fake tattoos are going to become more and more. You know, like are the ones that can henna makeup you know, tattoos. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like yeah, where it's like it's going to go away. Like you can do it and oh. then it goes away because you're just like eh. oh, like disappearing ink. Yeah, yeah, because then you could be like, I'll just try it and then <clears throat> I don't need to you know, have this forever. Yeah, something embarrassing. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, you could do one, you know, like be like, do they have like eventually just be like, I got one where it's like going to last a year, and then you're like, all right, that's it. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. So when I got divorced, I went to Hawaii with a friend of mine. It's like I don't think I knew you. When were you married? I was married. Uh, let's see here, uh, two, season five, two thousand seven. <laughs> this is how I do it. Yeah. Everything <laughs> revolves around last comic sense. Yeah. <laughs> I got married in 2007, got divorced 2013. So uh, right when yeah. I got divorced, I was like, because we got married in Hawaii. I'm like, I'm going to go back to Hawaii and claim the island is mine again. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I had a middle-age crisis type deal. I was like, I want to get a tattoo, but I don't know what I want. So I thought, well, a good way to find out what looks good on you, get a henna tattoo. 
Yeah. So I went to a place and got like three and a tattoo. A gigantic one, too. <laughs> like the rock. That was an yeah. eagle. Yeah, like an eagle. It was like, you know, holding a gun in one hand and a beard in the other. <laughs> Something dumb and American. A big, gigantic eagle on my chest. And then like one here and one here. Just because I wanted to walk around with it and see what it looked like to see if I'm that guy. Yeah. And, of course, it went away. I'm like, I'm just only that guy on this side, not the chest. I'm not that yeah. guy. So you just walked around shirtless just seeing how that felt? I did. I did. I have pictures I could probably do. And up. then uh, – how long does it last? A uh, month or so. And it looks, it yeah. It well in the beginning it does, and then over time it fades and fades. Yeah. But yeah, it looks pretty good. And now it's just in your bloodstream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, in your heart. Yeah, it's in my heart. Yeah, a little Tasmanian devil running. Yeah, around like that's a me. good idea. I mean, if you want to know, would it look good on yeah. you before you commit to a life of it? Yeah. Why not design the henna first, walk around with it, see what people, you know, take your time with it. Yeah. I think it's a good idea what you it were is saying. It is a good idea. The disappearing, you know, over time, you'll have temporary ones. It's yeah. like an engagement. Just yeah. make sure this works yeah. before you Something I can take off yeah. if I have to. What well, you yeah. did with your marriage. You yeah, just gave exactly. It, yeah, just try it out. We gave the good old college. Yeah. <laughs> seven years, not bad. Uh-huh. Not bad. <laughs> seven, yeah. I had a seven-year tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a henna marriage. I had to scrub it off there at the end. It was tough, but it came <laughs> yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, uh, well, we're, we're going to talk about last comment. I'll read this last one. And uh, Rye Bread. To all my fellow giant-headed folks, you can actually stretch snapback hats by steaming them on the stovetop. Found a video on YouTube, and it's changed my life. I don't know if this is the guy, but somebody did DM me this video because I talked about I have a large head, Mm -hmm. and it's tough to find hats that fit. And I watched it, and I haven't tried it yet, but it's a pretty elaborate process. You have to put a boil water and then stretch a hat out over a pan. And then the steam will cause the fabric to mm-hmm. widen. You can actually gain a few sizes on that. Wow. So it's a lot of work. Does but it lose its elasticity? Or, no, it, 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 the video I saw, it, it, they said it was exactly the same. Just, wow. just stretched it out a little bit. Mm, so I might try that. I have a couple of nice I got a lot sizes. of hats that I yeah. cannot fit into that right. I'd like to. All right, our next partner is Athletic Greens. Oh, boy. I didn't even know you were here, Dusty. I know. I guess pop right up because I love talking about AG1. Oh, okay. I think all of us are trying to take our AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. Every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted increased energy and immune system support, especially during the cold and flu season. Uh, you know how it is. <laughs> I take AG1 in the morning before I before starting my day, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good to cover my tr- nutritional bases. Mm. Brian, I think you drink it most every morning as well, right? Yes, I do, Dusty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say Aaron. <laughs> it doesn't oh, say doesn't, Aaron. No, uh, no, they were like, ah. Uh. <laughs> brand ambassadors here it is much easier to mix the one scoop of powder in water once a day than to take a bunch of different things it's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute and cost you less than three dollars a day i also get the single serving travel packs so i never have to miss a day when i'm on the road Mm -hmm. every scoop has 75 vitamins minerals and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality that have major benefits like gut and mood support boosted energy and even healthier looking skin hair and nails 
Wow. <laughs> AG1 has been a part of millions mornings. Millions of mornings since 2010. <laughs> if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Nate. That's athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Check it out. So we were talking about Last Comic Standing earlier uh, before we – And we're talking about reality shows. Too. Oh, Okay. So what this works out. So this week we're talking about well, there we go. Reality shows. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest upset in reality show when Lavelle Crawford lost on season five <laughs> yeah. of Last Comic Standing. <laughs> Biggest <laughs> people were outraged. Yes, they were pissed off. <laughs> I was surprised I won. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know to the extent. Lavelle's funny, dude. I mean No, Lavelle's great. He looks funny. He sounds funny. Yeah. And get you right he, there with him. And he's funny. Like he's in shock right now. About here. to kiss him. He's in shock. And I'm trying to tell him, like, I, I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> I thought you were gonna win too. But I got I got the money and you didn't. <laughs> was he upset? I think he was a little well, if you if you can find a clip of uh Bill Bellamy reading the results, because even Bill didn't know. Oh well. So Bill's like, and the last comic standing winner is. And they got to pause for a long time. And he goes, John Reap. <laughs> <laughs> Said it just like that. Not like John Reap. Yeah. John, John Reap. Confetti <laughs> <laughs> goes off. And I'm like, what? And yeah, I won. So the difference is if you were what in the room, Lavelle Crawford was killing all the time, as yeah. he does. By the way, we filmed and taped that in Los Angeles. Yeah, um, probably his more of his crowd than my crowd yeah. in the in the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's killing. He's doing great. And I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm not killing as much as he is, but I'm doing fine. Yeah. But at home, when you watch it, and you're not in the room. It's a different experience. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, what? What did he say? I can't understand the words he's using. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was hard to understand you like well, I heard him say bookstore <laughs> and that's and so people I just had a hard time understanding him and I think that helped me yeah and um we found Funny out that later you're the one that they understand say, yeah you know. well I would take my time yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would try purposely to enunciate all the words I yeah. used but I do remember that and I remember uh, Kathleen Madigan was a judge on that season. Oh. And at the after party, I was like, how close was it? I mean, I think everybody was kind of surprised that Lavelle didn't win. How close was it? And my season, that season was the only only year that Last Comic Standing was not just in America. It was Canada voted, uh, Australia voted, yeah. the UK voted. And she said it wasn't even close. At, by the time America got done voting, it did not matter what Australia the UK or Canada. Wow. Yeah. Like she said, I won in a landslide. I'm like, really? And uh, I have, you know, I'm, I, I guess that's part of it. I don't understand because in yeah. the room, it was like, it looked like him. But outside of it, different story. Yeah, yeah. It's a complete, it's, I mean, it's the difference of being in a live show and versus watching TV. But you're extremely funny and it's not, in, it's not right. a surprise. Like right, it's, right, right. You're, some I, people had picked me yeah. um, to win. But it was a good season. You had uh, Ralph Harris. There's Doug Benson. Doug Benson. Yeah. In Amy, the back. Schumer. Amy, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Lavelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Caparulo was on that one. 
mm-hmm. somewhere. I mean, didn't make it to that level, but there was a lot of good comedians that year. And the you know the show itself, I think, has always had an identity crisis. Yeah, are we a show that's looking for new comedians? Or are we a show that's just a reality show and you have to live in a house? Are we a show that's just highlighting the best ones out there today? Yeah. You know, and are it's you, always mixed it up. Were y'all in a house? Nope. Thank yeah. God. So it's, <laughs> yeah, this is when I think it was, this show could still work. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it could probably work more now than ever. Like, because yeah. comedy's in a, a different yeah. place. Yep. And uh, it was, back then it was good because it was like every comic on there is like a, a pretty seasoned comic. I mean, Amy's probably the youngest. Yeah, she was the and, youngest and most inexperienced at that time. Yes. And, but Amy was in New York and doing shows in New York. So she was a, uh, a, a great comic that was like finding her voice in the moment. But it was like it was like a good balance of like you got seasoned and then you got some and you got some new. Yeah. How long had you been doing comedy up to now, up to this point? Let's see here. I quit my job in nineteen ninety-eight to do comedy full time. So ninety-eight till this was two thousand and seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I, you know, it takes Roughly a year or so years. to do yeah, all yeah. of it. So about ten years in. Yeah. Yeah. I had by the time I got on here, I had already done all those Dodge commercials. Yeah. I was already had a Comedy Central half hour presents. Yeah. I had already uh, been on Rodney Carrington's sitcom. It wasn't like I was a brand new face. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't know the name John Reap. They just knew, oh, I've seen that guy in something. Yeah. Right. He looks familiar. Yeah. Um. But this helped the name part come, yeah. get, be more recognized. The genre, yeah. yeah. This stuff was getting watched. I mean, like that's the thing is like they were they were using comics that were like great comics that had the material. Mm-hmm. This is a show you have to have a lot of material. Yeah, you have to be able because you got to do a bunch of short sets. Mm. So you have to open and close. You know what? Seven times, maybe, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so tough. Like that's not easy to do, and that's what happens with newer comics. Is you don't realize hard how hard it is to open and close. How many sets can you do? That you know, and it's you all, will burn. Tough. You'll think, okay, the philosophy. I my philosophy was do my best thing first because that if it's funny and I get and I get to advance. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't save anything. Yeah, because yeah. if I try and save it, I get kicked off the show, and now I did, had no chance to ever show my best. Yeah, so I felt like I'm going to start with the best. So you do that, and then like, okay, so it's your best bit, right? And then it's part of a heckle challenge. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm doing my best material while Jerry D is waiting to go. Boo! That sucks. And yeah. talk over it. And then they're going to end had challenges. We had challenges. The showcases were themed yeah. like that. Like, yeah. did you do a laundry mat? No, no I, I know that one, but yeah. we didn't have to do that. We, the worst one that we did, I, I hated the heckle challenge. Yeah. To me, yeah. that was the worst one because what you're saying to people at home is, oh, no, this is a part of comedy and yeah, you're right. allowed to do this. And it's really not. It's not. You get kicked out. Do yeah. not do that. Yeah. So I, some of us almost protested that whole challenge. Yeah. But I did it. And I hate, I hate that I burned through some of my best comedy right there while Jerry D was yeah. yelling over it. Um, but we had to perform at medieval times. Oh, that was one of the best, worst ones too. Yeah. You know, we dress up like court gestures. We come out at a medieval times, and they tell you to do something related to medieval times. If you got mm. some medieval jokes, which yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I had a bit about a fair, so I changed 
sausage to blood sausage. Yeah. That's all yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried to talk like that for a minute. You know? Yeah. But um, I love that. Tough. I love. Well, I love that. I know the mindset of like, like do this, and you're just going through your act. <laughs> yeah. Every joke you've ever written, you go, you know what? I could just make this be. Yeah, a dragon. I'll change these three words yeah. to that, and then here and we go. Here we go. Yeah. And you're like, God, you had medieval chunk. You go, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been bouncing around. <laughs> I mean, new people are writing bits like, oh, uh, are you writing something? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, uh, and then if you were lucky enough to go, like, you're like, dude, I got a 30 minute medieval chunk. Psych him out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was the the saving material too. So that's like. I know that little bit I know about that is just from Caroline's on Broadway, which I, I didn't ever post. Some of Caroline's uh, on Broadway has went away, and that club was uh, a big, big deal to me. That club is a giant mm-hmm. part of my career, and uh, the festival and everything they did. I mean, I would go to Caroline's. It was, you know, Caroline's a show on comedian. Like being able to work there was. Uh, just one of the best and yeah, it's iconic, legendary iconic. club. And it's a, a every comedian, loves yeah, it. A, yeah. And it's, it's it's being able to sell out that club was the you know that was the to that was almost my time in New York was to go to see that club to eventually be able to sell it out and see it packed and like that was that was that'd be one of the m- memories that I would have in comedy. Uh, but so I'd go to I remember going to. Uh, but they, that, that's what the saving materials. So they would do a March Madness. Josh Filipowski used to run, uh, he might still do something, but they used to run this show. Like they do March, the March Madness tournament. Mm-hmm. And you would go up and then the crowd would vote. And then you'd be who would, who would get to the end of it. I think I won it one year. Julian McCollum won it. Uh, Will Savince might have won it. I can't remember. Was it over uh, the course of a week or a- Yeah. <clears throat> it was maybe a few weeks. Okay. And then like a month or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually pretty fun. Like it was kind of, you know, you'd see who you get paired up against. And then you go up there and you do your act. They do their act. And then the crowd would vote. And you'd be brackets. And so just like March Madness. Uh-huh. But you would have to plan to be like, all right, you got to plan. It's it's not a bad thing for a comic to learn how to do this mm-hmm. because you got to you you got to break up. Let's say how many rounds are there in a bracket March uh, eight? I don't eight, know. Yeah, it goes from yeah sixty four to thirty two to yeah yeah sixteen to eight to, eight to four, four to two. Yeah, it's five yeah. six rounds. Okay, so you got to you're like all right five to six eight minute sets or something and maybe five minutes phase starts at five minutes then it ends up being 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. so you you, you got to think that's all the openers all the closers you got to come up with uh when do you put the material in you need to you got to get past these rounds because mm-hmm. you can't you there's part of you wants to save something but right. then you're like yeah you're gonna get you go you're gonna you're gonna mess around and not put something out good mm-hmm. and then you're not gonna be like why didn't i do these jokes so like that that's a whole different yeah. mindset of setting up material to go like all right i got a plan yeah. what do i do yeah. like it is and when you would audition for uh last comic standing it was the same kind of thing you're like all right when they first see me mm-hmm. i gotta have this you know uh like what am i going to do i think too like come out swinging mm-hmm. your best material then if you keep advancing and by the time you get to the last round even though in your brain you're thinking i'm out of my good stuff i have to yeah. get this chunk it's all i got left by then 
people have already seen you kill, and yes. they're kind of like, I like this guy. Now they like you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're rooting for you. Yeah. So even if you have a bad set, maybe they just vote for you because, well, I like you more. Well, they're gonna like they're gonna get your material even more. Yeah. So it's like the usually your bad material might be the material that's one well, a long set. Mm-hmm. People are knowing you. Right. I did I, you ever repeat <clears throat> material? On not on that show, you're not allowed to. What, in auditions? Oh or wait, anything? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you could. Uh, so it's I don't know how you're. You, you, I never made it, but on. you you would. I auditioned a bunch. So in the very first audition, right, mm. it's just you at a comedy club, and there's the three celebrity judges sitting there, no audience, Yeah, right? So I went up and did a chunk there. And then luckily, it was Alonzo Bowden and Kathleen Madigan, and Ant was one of them. Yeah. At about 20 seconds into it, they already knew I was. they were going to advance me. They just said, all right, John, stop, stop, save it, save it, save it. Yeah. They said, save That's it. That's nice. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. Now I know I'm going to come back that night, and I can do that again, yeah. and not burn that material. Um, and then, uh, then they would cut some stuff out, and you have time. There's, there's a hiatus, and things would air, and you mm. could watch it and be like, "Oh, they never aired that. Oh, nice. yes, they never aired that. That one did. I can do that again. Yeah, yeah, and I did. Yeah. So, yeah, there there was that. You know, sort of paying attention to what's actually making it to air, and, yeah, and then editing as you go. But uh, once you got to the top five, and I got, I got I also I got kind of lucky because, <laughs> all right, this is a little devious. Uh, yeah. Do you know Dante? You know yeah. who that is? Yeah. Okay, so Dante was on my season. And for whatever reason, people were shunning Dante. They were just, the uh, comedians didn't want to hang out with him. And, you know, they were kind of shunning him for being kind of a hack or whatever. And and I'm just nice. If you're nice to me, I'm nice to you right back. I, yeah. Whatever you do on stage, I might have an opinion about it, but I'm not going to be it to you. So I was nice to Dante. Um, now we're in the top 10 or whatever. And uh, Dante's talking about, oh, uh, he, so we have to say in a confessional at some point on the show, I know I'm funnier than, and name another comedian, right? Uh-huh. And then whoever you got <laughs> paired up against, that's you have to go against each other that night. Uh-huh. Which is the worst thing to have to sit there and say, I know I'm funnier than somebody, right? I hated that part. Yeah. And so Dante was asking me, like, who are you going to say? Who are you going to say? I was like, I don't know, but I, I feel bad if somebody says me. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I mean, I've done all these commercials. I, I was running a sitcom with Rodney Carrington. They love me in the South. If someone says, I know I'm funnier than John Reap, they're not going to get any votes ever from the South. Yeah. I got that on lockdown. I'm doing theaters now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's a good point. And I think he went off and started telling other people, I wouldn't vote for John. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Not if you want to get votes, I wouldn't say that against John. Yeah. And then no one, no one ever said, I know I'm funnier than John Reap. I did, not once did I have to defend myself or challenge <laughs> anybody. I coasted to the top five. I didn't have to perform <laughs> Till I got to the top five. Wow. From 10 to 5, I just sat back and waited for someone to say, I know I'm funny. And I just sat around and go, oh, okay. It's your turn, I guess. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> That's pretty great. But I think I got into Dante's head and he leaked it to everybody else. Yeah. That's like survival. I want like a real strategy. I didn't know there was so much else involved in this show. I thought it was just sets. But they- No, it's really challenges. a lot going on there. 
Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Some they really wanted like to make it a reality house. show. Yeah, and then there were times where it was more about the sets. Yeah, they, like I said, the the shows had an identity crisis. It's changed its format many times, and you know it, it would be canceled for a year and it would come back a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the first year was when that fan won the whole thing, mm-hmm. which I really think put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah, when that fan right out the gate was the first one beating a lot of great comedians. Yeah. No, again, nothing against that fan, but the uh, the uh, celebrity judges back then, I believe, it was uh, uh, Tim Allen was one of them, and Brett Butler even wanted one guy to go forward, and they were, the producers didn't like the guy that they wanted, and there was this big argument. Well, season- you're talking about season two. Is it season two? Yeah, mm, I only okay. know because I just read about it. It was Drew Carey. Okay. And Brett Butler, and gotcha. they were celebrity judges, and they got furious and called yeah. it a big sham because they wanted Dan, not, not Netterman. Netterman. Netterman, yeah. To pass. And not that fan, or some something like that. Not, uh, no, no, not that fan, but someone else. I forgot. And I believe it's Ant. Who's who <laughs> okay. ended up. And they yeah. wanted, I'm sorry, I can't. Dan Natterman. Natterman. And they wanted him, and they were furious that he didn't advance. And then the producers were like, well, you don't really get a say in it. And Drew Carey was like, well, this is a- walking off the show. Yeah. Mm. So it was a big controversy, which, which right there, uh, uh, in terms of street cred, a lot of comedians are like, I, I, why would I go on this show? They're just going to do what they want. Yeah. Mm. You know, uh, you have these judges for a reason. So that put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. Then season three was a competition between season one and season two. Mm. Though not even for new people. It was just mm. that. And then they took a year off or something. But I remember- you know, uh, my agent asking me, "Do you want to go audition?" And I was doing fine. Like, like I said, I already had the, I was on, had already had the half hour special. I was uh, had already done, you know, a bunch of commercials. I had already done this thing with Rodney characters. So I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go down there and be, let someone edit me and look a certain way. You know, mm. I was kind of like, I don't need it. No thanks. I said no for a long time, until season five. And he said, well, this year they're going to do it different. They're actually looking for road-tested comics who, if you win, can actually headline and do 45 minutes to an hour. You know, Some of these mm. people they would pass and didn't have over 20 minutes. Yeah. And then they get to a club and people are like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they want to get established-ish comedians. You don't have to live in a house. First year, I think, they didn't have to live in a house. Everybody just got their own hotel rooms. Yeah. And the prize money went up. My year, the prize money went up from fifty thousand to two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I'll go down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go down there. I had no. I didn't think I'd win. I, I knew they were going to paint me as the redneck. Yeah. But I sort of amped it up a little bit. I just didn't know, you know. So that was nice. So when you see me hugging Lavelle Crawford, one guy, first place, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Second place, zero dollars. Wow. So I'm like, I'm mm. sorry, Lavelle. Yeah. <laughs> How much of that do you actually get? Well, after taxes, it's probably like a little more than half. Because yeah. um, I, from my research, America's Got Talent, I think you're supposed to win a million dollars. and I think that's over the terms of their lives or something 40 crazy. 40 years. Like 40 years. $25,000 yeah. a year. Yeah. Or you can do a one-time oh. payout, which is 300000 Yeah. They do it like the lottery. Kind of like that the lottery. That sucks. Yeah. And, oh, they, and they lock man. them down to like a... They they get the worst contract. I've heard that too. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing about this one was the actual tour that you had to do, because right when you win, that's when you got that's you're hot. Let's yeah. go I'll make my money. Yeah. Nope, you're locking you down to a six month tour, and this is the rate you're doing it at. Yeah, and so you had to you were, you know had to do it. So that was the worst part. Did you feel 
a lot on the road, like even after that. And then would you close those shows? Yeah. 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 That was tough too. Yeah. Because everyone wanted to show me up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Velcro. So I got married right after last comic standing. We had been engaged for a while, been together for three or four years. It just so happened that our wedding day, we had planned it uh, right when the tour starts. So I told him, like, hey, I'm not going to be on the tour the first two weeks. We've already planned this. It's sitting. I'm getting a tattoo. I said, if I win, (laughs) I'm getting that I can wash off later. I'm going to get. I'm going to be uh, in Hawaii getting married. And they're like, oh, well, if you win, we'll see. And so they let me out of it. So they let me, which means Lavelle Crawford is now closing yeah. for those two weeks. So I got to come back on the tour after Lavelle's been crushing and closing. And then I go, <clears throat> I- I'm here now. You can go back <laughs> and when they say it, like, they would be like, John's got to go last. I mean, you'd have to. That's, just what, that's just the order. Yeah, it's yeah. How, the, yeah. how they thought the audience would want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports better partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. Aaron, Sunday, Eagles, Chiefs, who you got? Uh, I don't know. I haven't got the script yet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll talk to Dusty. We'll find out who is going to win, who the NFL wants to win. But new customers, you can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code NATELAND. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 of free bets instantly. Can't beat that. Only at DraftKings Sportsbooks with code NATELAND. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. Don't know why. But see show notes for details. The worst part about the tour, though, was do you guys know Jerry D at all? Yeah, I, I know who he is. Yeah, I think I've met. Yeah, Jerry D is great. Yeah, Jerry D is one of the funniest dudes. Yeah, yeah. Ever where's see. he from? Canada. Okay, so he's crushing it in Canada right now. He's, uh, I think he's the the host of the Family Feud up there in Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had his own sitcom up there in Canada for a long time, doing absolutely great. So. Me and Jerry got along. We almost look identical anyway. I mean, <laughs> yeah. of course we're going to get along, yeah. right? And then you got uh, Amy Schumer, cool, fun. Um, then you've got Ralph Harris and Lavelle Crawford, who are always late to the tour bus. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even one time but they were on time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking 30 minutes, 20, a long time. And so finally, Jerry D is like, I'm going to say something to Ralph. This is enough, <laughs> dude. He's not, he's, he's the MC. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he came in fifth and he's the last one on this tour. I was like, Jerry, I mean, don't, don't just let it go, man. Yeah. He's like, no, I've had enough. I'm going to say something. You got my back. And I'm like, I, I, I have my back. What are you talking about? I'm going to have your back. Anyway, Ralph Harris comes on the bus late and Jerry, Jerry's like, oh, cool, man. We can all leave now. <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. <laughs> Woo! You yeah. know, just like really giving it to him, and then and then they just got this huge tiff. They're like face to face, yelling each other like this, and I'm pulling Jerry back this way. Lavelle's pulling Ralph that back this. So it almost got a real fight happened on that tour bus, almost wow. because of that. <laughs> wow! But I mean, that was tough. Living so when you on had this his bus, back, you literally just literally kind pulling of- <laughs> his back. Like yeah. I have your back to come this yeah. way. But yeah. yeah, that was the toughest part was doing the tour. And Amy was funny. Uh, she ran out of material pretty yeah. much. She'll she'll tell you that. Yeah. She was young and uh was happy to get as far as she did. 
Uh, but I would say in the challenges, you know, off the cuff, the quickest one had mm-hmm. the quickest wit of anybody. Very fast, very funny in the room with a random situation that mm-hmm. would take place. Um, and it didn't help. It didn't help Lavelle's case one time when Amy won a challenge. They did a speed dating challenge where we had to go, like we went somewhere, and they showed it. They showed us all the deal or no deal models holding suitcases, and, and so we thought we were going to go do speed dating with all these girls and try and make them laugh, you know, kind of. Yeah. And then so now everyone's like trying to come up with jokes for that, and then he didn't even use them. When you did speed date, it was like, oh, it's a random clown. Oh, it's a random cowboy. So you gotta now you gotta do jokes on the fly, yeah. not ones that you had mm-hmm. fifteen minutes to kind of come up with. Now it's like right now in the moment, and uh, Amy crushed it. Yeah. It was the funniest one. Then Lavelle thought he was gonna win, and when he didn't win, it was the same. Like, oh man, this is yeah. Boo. <laughs> Yeah, and that didn't make him look good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think over time people started not liking him for these little small reasons on the show. Meanwhile, I'm like, hey, let's have some fun, yeah. you know. So I think that helped me. Matt Kirshen, also a very funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's very. Funny. I love me some Matt Kirshen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember when I, because I auditioned uh, when I first moved to Chicago. I did it the first year. <sighs> Three or four, something like that. But I remember we, I stood, I mean, I was, so I was n- new. I was, I mean, I haven't been a company a full year, I don't think. And so we stood in line outside, and I remember it being so cold because mm-hmm. we, we were outside Chicago Zanies. And there was a, and I, we got out there like six in the morning, and it was like, I mean, 15 degrees or something, <laughs> something ridiculous. Yeah. And there was a bank with a time and a weather. And, yeah. and you were just you could in your, all you, in your face, and that's all you could see. So the whole time, <laughs> you're just like it's been one minute since I last looked at it. <laughs> and then we stood out there for hours, and then they just go, "All right, that's it. We're not doing it anymore." And then we didn't get in to go in, and I was like close to going in, like it was oh, the line. And man. then you're like about to go in, they're like, "That's it," wow. and then you're like, mm. so you just stood out there for hours. And so I remember doing it there. Then I remember doing it in New York, a lot of Carolines, because you get. These reality shows, like you're at the beginning, you're straight up just a person in line, mm-hmm. but then you eventually get to where you your manager like submit your name and you don't wait in line, you just go down there and go up. But I mean, Caroline's, I mean, we we spent the night in front of Caroline's. We uh, stood wow. out on the sidewalk, spent the night. Hannibal uh, was doing it with wow. us. We had our buddy had a like a van, and this is how long but you could park in front of Caroline's. Mm-hmm. So we had a we had the van parked in front of Caroline's, and it was cold. So it would be like one person saved the spot, and the rest of us sit in the van, and then you would just keep rotating oh. out. Wow. Caroline's is Times Square, right? Yeah, you could just park right in front of it. Back yeah, then. yeah, you can't do that anymore. You can't even drive down wow. there. But I mean, when I when I first yeah when I first started in New York, you could drive right up to Caroline's. Uh, you could, I mean, you drive through Times Square, you could drive. It wasn't, it, not that it was hard to drive, but I remember at the beginning at night when it, it was like normal, mm-hmm. where it was like after five, after seven o'clock, it's like, you know, you could drive, just park and find parking. And it wasn't that insane. But now obviously it's, they don't want you in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, I remember we spent the night and we, yeah, cause Hannibal went into spots. 
Like he came back one day. We're like, where have you been? And he goes, I want to do this set <laughs> over the, really at an open mic. You're oh, like, that's what great. are you doing? Like, Practice. He's practicing. We were mad at him because we're like, yeah, well, we're standing out here, dude. Yeah. And so, and so you would just stand out there. Then I got in there. I did it and didn't get good. And then the one that the last one I did was Geraldo was hosting, and uh, I and I got to do a set. This was the one I might have talked about it for you. This one hurt me the most. Mm. It's out of my career. This is this is one of the things that uh, I remember. I was like sick about, but I remember just because I was clean and I was like. You know, I was like, I'm built for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm like, how am I? I should be able to get on this show. I should be able to win. I'm the only one. I can do all the, I, all my materials clean. Right. Yeah. Everything can be aired on TV. And so I and the, I went and uh, did it in front of Geraldo. And uh, the jokes I chose was one about like the homeless joke about like homeless people go to sleep. And they sleep on the. You see them sleep sleep on. The, they have always have a good night's sleep or something like. They, I mean, they sleep for like eight hours. And like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I wish I could sleep as good as that guy. Like, I did that joke, and then the joke about evolution, where I'm like, if I had monkeys DNA, something. And so I was like, those two jokes murdered. So I just chose two jokes that destroyed. So these jokes in the city at, was like I was murdering, and I was like, they make me stand different. I'm doing a evolution joke that's like saying i don't believe in evolution so it's like i'm coming at a completely different angle yeah. so i thought well that that joke is uh that that joke is different and i'm taking it at a different angle mm-hmm. and then i did the homeless joke but then geraldo was like what he goes your age your, your act doesn't it, he goes it doesn't make sense like you're saying this one thing like you're this christian but then you're also making fun of homeless people so he's like it doesn't i don't know what you are wow and uh which I think back on it. Did you know him before? No, okay. I never met him. I ended up open for him once, and we drove in the car. I opened for him, and we drove to uh, somewhere and did a show. And it was not too long after he died. Or uh, after. He still had dates. And so. He got some sunglasses on, on him. And it was weird, but he was a good guy, quiet. Uh, and. Dude, uh, and it was was not too long before he died. Yeah. And, uh, but the one thing that I always remember about him, he was, I mean, he was unreal. I don't, and I was not mad about that thing. The more I think about it, it makes sense. Like, I did choose two different types of jokes. Uh, but the, well, the the, the thing that I remember about him most is I asked him, I was was like, me and my wife might, or, thing about having a kid and i was like or is it great having a kid and i remember he looked at me and he said it's the he goes it's the best man it's the greatest thing ever and i always remember that like he, like he loved he loved his children mm. i mean he had a lot of problems but that was a very sweet he just looked at me like there's nothing better man. You know? and to see that from a person that's a new york comic that's all about jokes and all this like mm-hmm. you, you at least saw like the dad and so that was, you know, I didn't know he had. I'm yeah. just, I guess maybe I knew at one point. But when he, but like, so, but that, when he, when I did it pass, I remember going to call Laura. I mean, I was like sick to my, like, if I never had a moment where I was going to quit, but a moment of just exhaustion of being like, you know, you're trying to find the thing that's going to be like, what's the thing going to be that I can like finally move on and like get that's like, all right, yeah. can we get the, 
you know, here's the next thing. I'm going, all right, I'm going to be on this show maybe. And maybe, maybe I win this show and maybe, you know, and I've been being clean. I felt like it was that thing that was like, I'm doing all the things you're supposed to do to get on TV. And I couldn't get on TV. Yeah. And it was, you know, and I mean, going back, it's like, yeah, I mean, look that I, I'm, it all worked. It obviously it's all worked out, but it's like all happened in its own. Everything happens in your own time yeah. frame. And uh, what year was that again? I'm sorry. Uh, to the year you were on it. No, uh, no, <laughs> no I'm just trying to the timeline. Uh, I want to say around 2008 or so, but I'm guessing. Okay. I think it's a little uh, bit when later. Gerald, when was Geraldo uh, the, yeah. the judge? I remember you called me when that mm-hmm. happened in season seven. I, this 2010. Was yeah. Craig Robinson the host? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. so it's two uh, years. Okay, two years yeah, because yeah, that's the one that. Uh, yeah, when he wow. goes, uh, I got a movie, t- new movie called Time to uh, Hot Tub, Hot Time, tub machine. Time, Hot machine. Time Machine, and Geraldo goes, "What's it about?" <laughs> uh, it's very funny. So yes, so you're seeing uh, Greg Geraldo and Tasha Leggero, Andy Killer were the judges, and it's like all my friends are like uh, on this show. I mean, like, or you know, my peers, like I'm friends with, like yeah. I mean Jesse Joyce, I'm very uh, Adrian Apolucci, Metzger. Uh, you know, I mean, Brian Fox, Hamilton Nikki was on that season. Brian Hamilton, who was, yeah, who got, I, and I just remember, man, it was like, That's it great. was brutal. Yeah. I remember. It um, was brutal. It's tough, dude. Doing that comedy for just the judges in the very beginning. Is that the, is that the level you're? Yeah. Okay. That's the level I got to. All right. So that's the, the hardest part of all of it, in my yeah. opinion, because there's no crowd. Yeah. You know, you just got these other comedians that are like, Maybe they, maybe they know you. Maybe they don't know you. But doing comedy in front of nobody but another comedian yeah. is the worst. It's a yeah. nightmare. Mike DiStefano. Rest so I got lucky he when was, they said save it, save yeah. it. I got lucky that yeah. they kind of knew who I was and they yeah. liked me. Like Alonzo Bowden, I've done comedy shows with, and he was a judge. So I, I felt pretty comfortable there. But you know, yeah. But it's not luck. I, I mean, you got like it's the it, it doesn't it, it's not uh, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. We're in a small, such a small world. So it's, it's, you should have, you won it. You should have won it. You should, like, it's not a surprise that you won it. You, mm-hmm. it's very much deserving. That Jason Nash, I don't, that guy's like, a, is he a comic or is he uh, the YouTube? That name dude? sounds familiar. Maybe is he. Uh, you, do you know Kurt Fox? Yeah. Uh, see, he's f- hilarious to Hilarious, me. yeah. And he went on stage, you know, in front of the, the judges, and his set was just was starting to fall apart. But he took a step out of it because, like, this is not going well, is it? And and then he started rip roasting himself, mm. and then that went well. And I think he went through just based on that. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember, yeah. but I remember him, like, because I know he's great, but he just didn't have a good experience. And but he's so funny, he made fun of that, and that was working. Yeah, I, I remember thinking, oh, but good for him for being able to do that in that moment. Yeah. So this was 2010. So like. Yeah, like this is what I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Uh, uh, I, I, like it's hard because it was like I remember 2010 was like all right. So I did uh, that point in my career. I I, I did like last comics and I've done Conan. Like it was like I was starting to like kind of do some stuff. So I was hoping like it's like this goes to the next. People knew me. I was able to. You get done? Uh, you said last comic stand. I think you mean Comedy Central. I mean Comedy Central, like oh, okay. live at Gotham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did live at Gotham. I did, you know. Prior so, to this, you had already been on Gotham. You had already done Conan. Yes. Gotcha. And so it was like kind of like, all right, like this is going to be, you so know, that, and it's that, like, I mean, I got to get past the first thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, and then when it was it like, because it's so you think like, all right, I'm gonna be doing this show, like I could pass, we got that show tonight. Not that you're pre, you know, I'm aware that I might not win, but you're also like, all right, well, there's a show tonight. Like, I mean, I got you just really believe I got a chance. Mm-hmm. I really believe I'm in, you know, and I'm I'm almost trying to talk myself out of not feeling this confident. Right. And then to go Ugh. do it, and it's during the day, and then within you know, you walk from walking and walking out was like a 20 minute thing to then be like, it's over. Like there's not even a, mm. it's just done. You back to the grind, yeah. back to the line that you were in. Mm-hmm. So go figure out your life. And like, that was, it was brutal. And I mean, I think that's always the parts for people that probably makes you mad too. Not just hurt. It makes, but like I was pissed. hurt. I remember being, you are, I mean, you go through the, you are mad. You are like, I mean, how are these people getting in? Right. They get, you go through all that stuff, all the bitter, jealous, and all that kind of stuff. And I think these are, those are the moments though, that you got to uh, not spiral out. That's, yeah. that's, that's the, in you got to get, and it's hard not to spiral out because mm-hmm. it's hard not to go like, I don't know what else to do. I'm trying, like, cause you just go, there's nothing else. Like, so I just do this forever. I just am going to be, you know, like, you, you know, you think highly, you, know, you can be like, I think, I, I mean, I'm not, maybe I'm terrible, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's not a good spot, yeah. uh, but it's a spot that you got to get through. Uh, I, I, I hope they, I, w- I wish they would show old episodes of it. I would love to watch other seasons before me now. You know, John Heffern was season two or three. I'd love to go back and watch. Mike DiStefano was. Oh, he's worse. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Stand, the comedy club, The Stand in New York. It's the their logo is him. Oh yeah, uh, oh. he died. Uh, but DiStefano was hilarious. But Stefano was someone that was very good. He was great in the room. Great, like you know, like a comic that the New York guys. The New York comics, like Amy, mm-hmm. too, very, very good in the room. Very, very good in the, you know. Uh, the banter yeah, and all yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Any, like, something happened, because that's what they would do. Yeah. They'd all do so, Opie and Anthony and all the radio and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going up every night in front of a crowd that's yeah. like, you got to go on stage. Oh, where are you from? Like, you know, and everybody's from somewhere. And so you're, a lot of those comics were very, very, mm-hmm. very good at that. Uh, but it was, yeah. Heffron won it. Uh yeah. I mean, you'd see people's, I mean, careers would, like, people were just blowing up. I mean, at the beginning, so that was 04. So 03 was probably the one I f- first auditioned for, I guess. Yeah, season one? Yeah. Yeah, I guess season one. Ralph yeah, I almost May. think it was season one because it just came out. Yeah. And then it was, yeah, that was when everybody thought Ralphie should have won. Right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that fan won. Uh, I think that final episode of season one is on YouTube. I watched some of it last night. The entire night. season? Yeah. yeah. Not the entire season. That The episode. Like, yeah, it's episode. like 47 minutes long, and I, yeah. I scanned through it, and they show clips of bad auditions. I mean, you can go to Pluto TV and watch nonstop Love Boat. <laughs> I feel like yeah, they should. NBC could have. Yeah, if someone bought this, I mean, like maybe Peacock they're scared that it. they yeah. didn't say. Yeah, maybe they're. Yeah, it seems like people be into it. They should do it though. When they do it again, if they did it again, was like just be like just do the act. I mean, like you look at comedy on uh, Instagram, people are like taking in like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you could do it where you just like do the do your act, and but it's you know that's the thing with the reality shows. You're uh, you're, you're at the mercy of their you're edits. at the mercy of their edits. You're at the mercy of 
how you're presented, you know, mercy of being put in these weird situations mm -hmm. that uh, it's already would be hard enough to have to do the sets, mm -hmm. uh, much less you got to, you know, you're in a laundromat or you're in, <sighs> there people are heckling and then you yeah. got to figure out how to deal with that. Doug Benson gave me good advice. He's like, you know, at this time, Doug Benson's done a lot of like random VH1 shows mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. He said, well, you know, this moment's not live. They're just filming it. And they they want the the best stuff. You know, the, sometimes they're fishing to get you to say something bad about another comedian. But what Doug was what Doug would do, and they tell you to repeat the question. So so the person asking you the question is not in the yeah. the shot or whatever. So you repeat the question. So Doug would do that, repeat the question, and then he would he would sit there and think about it. Like he wouldn't be in a hurry. He'd think about it and be like, just put his head down. And when he thought of something good, he would present it that way. Whereas I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. I'm nervous energy going and I'm doing all this stuff. Where Doug was just very common, you know. So Doug, Doug, Doug did well on mm -hmm. the show. But um, I think that's a good way. If you're ever in that moment, you know, if you're in an interview like that, just really stop and think about it because they're not going to air that. That's not live. They'll cut that yeah. awkward pause yeah. out. You do have that. You have that when you're on camera. Think I yeah. got to rush. Yeah, I got. You can be like, no, you got to do something now, 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 yeah. now. Yeah. Especially you're not in front of a live audience. You're right. Just, it's just you and another yeah. guy behind a camera. Yeah. You guys know what the first reality show was? Ooh, uh, show or kind of depends. This is kind of it kind of depends on what's considered reality. MTV show. Real World. It was a movie. What about a family? Well, you're kind of both right. I, I okay. Don't, yes, real world is kind of considered the yeah. what we consider uh, reality shows. That was the first, and that was in mm -hmm. the 90s. Now, there was some PBS thing yeah. you might be talking about, about a family. Yeah, it was about a family. Way beyond that. But it wasn't a show. It was a documentary. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and yeah. cops. Some people yeah. consider cops a reality oh, yeah. show, and that was started in the 80s. Yeah. I think the only real reality is if it's 100% hidden camera. And some people say candid camera was the original yeah. Because if you know you're back. on camera, how real are you being? You're only giving that person the version you yeah. want them to see. Well, cops would be pretty – because it's like, I mean, you're catching these people in yeah. their worst <laughs> moments. Yeah. Uh, but I could see – yeah, but the reality TV is like, well, we've got to make it a show. Real World's kind of the groundbreaking yeah. one to consider. Yeah. And then Survivor's one that made reality shows like, yeah. wow, this is like mm. ratings grabbing. Yeah. And that started in 2000. What's the difference between a documentary and a reality show? I mean, really, I think reality is chaos and like documentary is a story. You can make a documentary about anything. It's about one subject matter and you can just get in there and learn all about that one thing. Mm -hmm. And this one I'm talking about, the documentary is about this family uh, deciding to air their lives for everyone to see. So that's what it was about. Kind of the first reality show, also a documentary. Documentary didn't have to be about a reality show could be about anything. I love documentaries, docu-series. That's all I watch. I mean, now, obviously, reality shows are so scripted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, depending on what it is. Um, I, like, I, my wife watches The Real Housewives, some of them. There's a direct TV commercial now with Dak Prescott where it's showing how you can watch football and Real Housewives. And yeah. he flips a yeah, table. Yeah, I've seen mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I didn't know what that inside, but doing this research, there was a very famous scene in Real Housewives where one of them flips a table. Yeah. Who flips a table? Yeah. yeah and the then in the commercial, she I says, just want to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I've I get that. that. I get that joke. Yeah. Um, so, um, Real People. Do you remember Real People? Yes. Real People would come on uh, right after That's Incredible. Or yeah. Right. They were both 
that's back in our yeah, back in back our day. Old, those old timey days. Yeah. What was this? The radio? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <it was> the <laughs> radio. Almost Byron Allen. Look at Byron Allen. Yeah. There. Oh wow. Real people was awesome. He had Skip Stevenson, this good-looking <laughs> blonde-headed guy that was kind of funny, that mostly good-looking. Yeah. And they said, "Well, you're perfect for this." Um, Skip. Yeah, Stevenson. they would just uh, highlight uh, weird, random yeah. people who are out in the world doing re- weird things. You know, before the internet, it was kind of like a it. Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of yeah. thing. Where I remember one episode there. That's a lot of people on a show for just that. By the way, I don't even remember like anybody except for Byron Allen and Skip Stevenson. I forgot these other three people: yeah. Mark Russell, Peter Billingsley, Fred Willard. Yeah, probably a correspondent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would go out and so it's almost like people. a daily show. Like uh it was a weekly show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, once a week. Yeah. Not every day. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, like a daily show. But they no, would like go the out. daily show. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> Trevor Noah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um the, by the way, who was the first host of the Daily Show? Oh, remember? Uh, Craig Kilborn. Craig Kilborn. Yeah. yeah. I said Liz Winstead. Was she involved in that? She was in there. She was in there. Writer, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Yeah. He was the first. He did a lot of stuff. Craig Kilborn, I thought, did a good job. It was very funny. He had that. He had the CBS show. I saw him. I might have told you that. What happened to Craig Kilborn? Uh, he I had a late night talk show for a while. He yeah, did. Yeah. I think I, he pissed people off. I saw him one. I think he did too. But he was very funny. Yes. And uh, I saw him uh, at an airport. And uh, I saw him the night before at something, and we talked. And the next day at the airport, I see him, and he's just like, he's like, like winking at me <laughs> very, very, very quickly. Uh-huh. And I, but I'm not putting it together that it's him, because it was just we're sitting across from each other, and he's, I think he's got his hat. Like it was just like, and he's just like doing it very. And you're like, God, what is this guy's problem? <laughs> and then it was like I finally started talking to him. He's very. Funny. I always yeah. thought he was hilarious. I just yeah. I don't know why he just fell off the. He's I'm, in uh, the when, movie Old School. When Vince yeah, yeah. Vaughn, there's a chance he was canceled for something. We're saying yes. all this. Yes, <laughs> I think there's a yeah. something. He's a we great don't, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have no idea what happened to him. I, I don't remember, but it was. If yeah, you ever he, can look up the episode where Vince Vaughn came on the Daily Show or the Craig Kilborn mm-hmm. Show, it was the Craig Kilborn Show, and they just hit it off. Yeah, it was one of his first guests. It was so funny, and it was one of the funniest interviews ever. And I thought, wow. Yeah, this that's before I knew who uh, Vince Vaughn was. It's in nineteen ninety eight. This dude's hilarious. Um, nineteen ninety eight was that mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> wow. that episode? Yeah, me and yeah, John. You were just yeah, baby, just going full time comedy. That was at that it. Point. Yeah, just quit my job. This real people show launched Richard Simmons into the zeitgeist. Oh wow, huh. wow! I, I believe that. it. Fitness instructor Richard Simmons had his major break into mass media. Did you watch people. That's Incredible as well? I did. I did. <laughs> what was That's Incredible? Can you click, click it? Hosted by John Davidson. Yep, I remember him. Fran Tarkington. Oh, yeah. Quarterback from the Vikings. Yeah. Back in the day, that was the first mobile, one of the first mobile quarterbacks. The guy had to run for his life. But yeah, <laughs> nobody blocked for him. He's like, getting killed. Yeah. He's a scrambler. He was a scrambler, but um, uh, that show was. Yeah, they would just find almost people that were too amazing for uh, real people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I that, don't believe that. That's incredible. Yeah, right, that's more of like the Ripley's believe it or not. It's like guys who could you know juggle. I don't. Yeah. I can't even think of stunts exactly. and just, reenactments of allegedly paranormal events. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that so much. I just remember doing crazy stunts. Like, can you believe that guy <laughs> balanced fire on his tongue? I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. 
It was a great and then TV they'd show. say, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> you have to say the title of the show like every 15 minutes. Despite <laughs> accusations of being sadistic, the series was a huge success. It oh. influenced many entertainers. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's how they got me. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out where to go. So some of the villains, all-time great villains, John now one telling Dante to... <laughs> yeah, you know. that's right yeah. for your own good don't don't say you're funnier than me for yeah. you for yeah. you for yeah. you i'm giving yeah. you this as a heads up yeah but it turns out you were right about all that maybe maybe you know but know. it's it's the uh it was the right like straight i mean you played it i look at it as like this you you played this the way you should be playing it's like this idea of like comics can have this mm-hmm they can sometimes have an ego in it. You're like, well, you're on a reality show. So if you've committed to do the show, then some of that has to go away mm-hmm. to either pl- to play the game. Right. You're entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so there's part of you that doesn't want to do it. You don't want to do it either. But mm-hmm. you're like, and you, you, you do a little bit of it. You mm-hmm. do as much as you're supposed to do, just like everybody did. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out to be. I mean, at the end of the day, they're not going to vote for someone they don't like. Yeah. So. Luckily, my kind of comedy lends itself to likability. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sort of that kind of guy. And but if but I also think there are great comedians who are more of a you know like an Andrew Dice Clay type, where it's like well, bust Dan, your balls. Dan Natterman's not the most likable guy, but Dan Matter Natterman's super funny. Yeah, but it's yeah he's. But I enjoy all types, so yeah, it's gotta yeah. be harder for guys like that to do a show like that where you have to get people to like you to to make them. Call and vote. That's its own. That's it's, a whole other. It's, it's a whole. It's yeah. its own kind of other thing. And so it. Yes, it's very NHE much. You are very much true that y'all have never. You never heard of Dan. I do Nader. know. Oh, I do yeah. know. I just didn't know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him on Louis. I've seen him on other yeah. stuff, and he's he's, he's very great. funny. He's very funny. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, no. and uh, Dan Natterman. Dan Natterman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so some of the villains. Um, <laughs> yeah. These are both for Survivor. Johnny Fairplay. I didn't watch Survivor, but apparently one of the things is you, you get to bring a family member. So I'm on the same list as this Fairplay guy? Well, I put you on this okay. list. I didn't know if this existed Uh-oh. out there. Well, it is. Uh, after- what was it, the villain list? <laughs> yeah, this is the villain okay. list, and I've added According John to, to it. Okay, yeah, According, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, nothing me, as bad as what John has done, but yeah. this guy. Uh, it's called the John Reap list, and yeah. everybody just oh, knows it's right. villains. Yeah, me and him, best friends. Yeah. This is the greatest lie in Survivor history. Survivor's had like 43. Got Dusty's 40, shirt on. 43 <laughs> seasons. <laughs> he does. Boy, he does. Dusty. He's got, yeah, Dusty. Put a little moon on there. Put some, that wolf some to have. Put some glasses on that uh, guy. Put a beard on him. That's a blonde Dusty. It is a blonde Dusty. <laughs> Dusty's the villain of this show. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the Survivor has a history of bringing a family member on the show sometime during this season. And he hatched a plan with his buddy. That when he if, when it gets to that point, I'm going to bring you on as a family member. You tell me that my grandmother died. Everyone will feel sorry for me, and I'll get to skip this immunity challenge because or what? Wow. Because my grandmother died. So he did that, and it was just a big lie. Wow! And wow. Uh, yeah, that's a weird where people you don't know. Do you like understand it? Respect it? Is it bad? Is it mm. you know? You could go bound, like, you know, you could see where the audience, because you, you, you could see a family being like, you can't do that. And someone's like, who cares? It's mm-hmm. a, you're trying to win a yeah. million dollars. Yeah. So you go, 
the you know the gloves are off. I'm gonna say whatever. Fair I have to game. Say. It's also entertaining. It's fair play. He's playing fair the play. game. It's also entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's fair. Yeah. It's uh, it's also the the. Uh, Danny Bonaduce almost killed that guy at an awards show one time. Oh, did really? Do you know about this? Uh, is that what that is, right? That the altercation uh, they're talking about? Is that, yeah, okay, yeah. Google, look up that video. You can see, like, Johnny Fairplay is giving some speech at some awards show, and everybody's booing him. And this is when Bonaduce was roided up. Mm-hmm. He comes walking on stage. He's like, they don't like you. You're trying to get him to leave. And he body slams, and I think he broke his nose. Like, he really hurt him. Because Fairplay, as an idiot, jumped on... Danny's back, and Danny's like, dude, I could slam. So jumped on his face, pretty much. And, and so Danny goes, bam. He lands on his head, and he's literally broke his nose or something really bad happened right there and had to go to the hospital. Wow. <laughs> What'd you get for jumping on the douche, man? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it's already. You want fair play? I'll show you fair play. I'll break your. Says they're booing because they hate you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wow, it's like am I right? I mean, it's got to be, uh, yeah, to be a, to play a villain. I don't know how. I mean, I guess you just in, you're built to where you love that. Yeah, you love the idea of being a villain. Like you want to play it. I think it'd heel. be really fun in wrestling, but not Ooh. in that world and not in real life. Not in real life. <laughs> I mean, it would be. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want to walk around in real life. People. Knowing that you're bad, yeah, not, not yeah. pretending you're bad. Not your character, but yeah, like who you, you are, are as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. I'd say the equivalent to my my generation <laughs> yeah. of this is Mike the Situation from yeah. Jersey Shore. Yeah. Well, he did the roast of Donald Trump, and yes. he bombed so horrifically bad. So bad that, that was this kind of moment. So bad that Jeff Ross had to come up there yeah, and, and get save people him. to take it easy yes. on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. No, you see like, that? go... Like the audience was booing and just oh, just laughing at him bombing. for like you yeah. could tell he was like <laughs> it was it was awkward yeah and he was yeah. like it's my first night doing comedy and Jeff Ross goes it's also your last night yeah. but yeah. 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 killing yeah so what reality shows you you guys watch you watch Below Deck we know that I watch all the ones my wife watches all the Real Housewives Real Housewives all Below Deck there's like five iterations of that now mm. too. I've seen some of those. I mean, for a minute, I was all into the real world, but I was at that age. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was interesting. My buddy MJ Garrett, he's he just won, or I think he won something. I don't know. Uh, he's doing it again. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He just won. Well, uh, I still think he doing? won something, guys. I have no idea. I think he uh, he's the champion of the Gauntlet Two and All Stars Two. I no? just saw MJ. So I've known MJ since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. What, and is he, he played, a stand-up too? Or? No, no, no. He's uh, from he's Nashville. From he's, yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought he was. He was born in eighty. I, mean, I thought <laughs> forty-two. I thought he was younger than like. You're I thought born, he was. You were born years. in the seventies. I was born in seventy-nine, but I thought he was two years younger than me. And uh, and he uh, so we grew up like you know, but locally here, just played basketball, knew him, and then uh, or baseball, whatever. And then he. We both went to the same high school. He was obviously – he was maybe two grades under me. Right. And then uh, we both played – or went to the same high school. He played at Vandy, went to Vanderbilt. Oh. And then he got – after Vanderbilt, he got into the real world Philadelphia. And so he was uh, on that. And uh, it was the like the last uh, – mm-hmm. that, that was one of the last ones I watched. Laura watched it, kept watching it for a lot longer. I don't know if she watches it anymore, but it was – 
when he was on field, the Philadelphia one, that was I was towards the end of when I was kind of like done watching it. Gotcha. But we had a we had uh, he went there, MJ, and uh, was in real world, and now he's actually going back and is like actually been doing good, and he's doing this and on the show, and he's you know, people famous. And then another one we had Shauna Frazier was on uh, another. Uh, uh, she went to my high school. We graduated together, and she was uh, she was on like. Uh, I think it's W. Yeah, not she wasn't on Real World. She was on one of the other reality shows that was like on Fox. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's yeah Frazier with a Z. It was you know I forget what it was. Uh, I for, you know yeah. it I was s- like one of those beach ones uh-huh, where you okay. go to the beach and a lot of people in bikinis. There's so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that on Netflix now where they just said, oh, you want reality and a little bit of uh, raunchy? Uh, yes. Yeah. You get yeah, yeah, yeah all that stuff. Now. Yeah, she was, yeah, she went to that show. It's kind of crazy. Venn, we had two people. Uh, there's a Venn diagram. Yeah, that's of, crazy. Uh, that, uh, of all the different – there's so many wars. That thing I sent you with the mm-hmm. different – there's uh, – they did a – there's so many shows with war at the end or boss at the end or yeah. – I mean, there is a million reality shows. Uh, there it is right there. They how they all overlap. Uh, wedding. Just, Look how big weddings is. Yeah, holy Texas has its, of course, Texas. Louisiana has its own bubble. Yeah, yeah. no other. Oh, Louisiana. Okay, Alaska. I'm just now seeing the other. There's ones. a big wave of like gold. Cake. You know, monsters. The one that I, I didn't like, I told you, Real World. I stopped watching them for a long time. Then when I moved back home, I started watching with my parents. The uh, Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that one because I kind of know these people a little bit. And then you get to see how maybe how they act, you know, reality. I don't like reality shows because I feel like they bring out the worst in people, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. The competition shows are great. Okay. I had never watched the scene of Susan Boyle singing on Britain's yeah. Got Talent. And that's that's great. I mean, yeah. just a no one believed in her. Just mm-hmm. a frumpy lady come out and then she blows them away and – they gave me goose, goosebumps yeah. seeing that. What, what? Oh, boy. Here Our we friend go. Uh, <laughs> Josh <laughs> Wagner had a bit about this. The whole point of that story is that she was unattractive. Right. So everybody's just blown away that an unattractive an person is person talented. Can also yeah. have a That's good the voice. whole point of that. So yeah. you were you were doubting her for the same reason. It was more than just she her. She walked out, and you're like, golly. It was yeah. more than her attractiveness. Because <laughs> people were putting anybody people on people Probably goes, I mean, That girl's probably my age. <laughs> she was about my age. Look at her face. Look at her hair. No way she, she could uh, sing. It was also the way she answered the questions. Okay. She seemed like, and there is something mentally wrong with her. She had to go to a psychiatric hospital <laughs> right after the, oh, the really? show. Yeah, she had some some issues. I think she was just on over, the spectrum, overwhelmed. Maybe. She was a little bit on the spectrum, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But she, uh, you know, it showed, now they probably edited it this way, maybe, but it shows audience members like, who is this? And, yeah. And yeah. the judges are like, uh. So maybe she'd want to root for her because everyone yeah. else is kind of bullying her till she sings. Well, yes. everybody else is like young and attractive. Or, yeah. And, you know, and you see that person's a star. And like everybody else, you can see how they could be a star. And then she comes out and it's The like, way she was dressed was just yeah. very frumpy and, mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah, just I mean, it would be if Brian walked out. <laughs> yeah, Brian is the Susan Bowl of comedy. Where he, if they t- I hope so. Yeah. Oh, you should come out on stage to whatever song she sang. That should be Can your you imagine, I dream to dream. That should be your walk on. That's music. when he does when Bates, he goes out and does Bates goes and does uh, like an all black show and the whole crowd's black and <laughs> yeah, then they yeah. see him walk out. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, Lebanon, oh. Tennessee. They go, yeah. oh no, what's this going to be? And then he murders. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Bill Bellamy's like, no, no, give him a chance. Yeah, give him a chance. <laughs> give him a chance. <laughs> a chance. Yes. Hang on, let him talk. Yeah. There's a, I can't remember who it was now. I feel like she's on the last comic stand, a black female comic who has a joke about not being able to sing and how people are just so disappointed. <laughs> they just assume she's kind of overweight, large black woman. Like uh-huh. when I in church and I can't sing and people just assume right? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. a great singer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Susan Bull is great. I mean, but you look at Carrie Underwood who mm-hmm. nobody knew mm-hmm. that looks like somebody's going to be a star. Right. Yeah. Right. Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson is probably the two biggest celebrities that have come from. What about Kelly show. Pickler? I thought she would be bigger than all of them. She still makes announcements at uh, the Nashville airport. I hear her. Does yeah. she? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I hear she her. She had her a voice. show. I don't she think did. it's a Kelly, the Kelly Pickler show. Yeah. She, I think yeah. it's gone. Kelly Clarkson. I just assumed yeah. she would have shot, shot up. She was just in a Hallmark movie. Okay. She's yeah, become, she's fine. She's become more of a personality. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly, yeah. Uh, Carrie Underwood's probably the biggest. Yeah. I think so. Like, it's a, she's a megastar. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson's pretty big though. She, oh, Kelly, yeah. Kelly Clarkson's very big too, but Kelly Clarkson, like she's got her own talk show. Like it's not the same as Carrie Underwood's like just is a singer, stayed this and is, you know, Monday she's, night football theme yeah, song. She's or Madonna. She's, yeah, you know, Sunday like she's she's that big. Jennifer Hudson, yeah, that's actually pretty, she won an Oscar. Adam Lambert, he was pretty big. Still hey, is. What I is think. he in? He's that weird looking dude. Didn't he? Is he, <laughs> did he join Queen? That's pretty reductive. Did he join Queen? He did something with Queen. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson's actually pretty wild. He did a residency with Las Vegas. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson's huge. Jennifer Hudson's like, uh, yeah, she won. Did she win an Oscar? I think she does think have an she Oscar. Did. Yeah. yeah, something. She yeah. didn't go very far. For Dream Girls, and she has two Grammys. Too. Oh, and her whole family. She had a horrible yeah. family thing that happened. Yeah, like, yeah. Her. Parents. Yeah, that's actually pretty wild. Jennifer Hudson's actually up there too. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson's so famous now that I don't think people will know she. Even yeah. with mm-hmm. none of them, you might not know. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson, I feel like you still know was on it. Mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood, you might have people oh, wouldn't know. Right. Jennifer Hudson, though, I mean, is like a straight up A list actor that's, you know, like going to be one of the greatest actors ever. Yeah. Jordan Sparks, Chris Daughtry. Yeah. He's still a Daughtry. Yeah, Pickler's up there. I, I mean, David Cook, I remember him. I remember, I've met David Cook. It drops off pretty Clay, Clay, Aiken. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken is. He probably still did, does stuff. What is this list? He does. You're looking at This Clay is Aiken. the most successful American Idol contestant. American Idol. This is sorted by net worth, which who knows. Because Miranda happened. Lambert was on, uh, there was a Nashville star. It was a reality show. Yep. And she's yeah. got her start there. Oh. Who, what's the most successful, like, reality star person? Ever? No matter what the show? No matter what the, that comes from reality TV. I mean, it might, these housewives now are <sighs> so famous. And now yeah, they're yeah, selling I mean, out comedy clubs and stuff, too. Are they? A lot of them, yeah. I thought they, some of them, like, have, like, that Bethany, I just know because Laura watched it. Laura mm-hmm. cuts it, won't let me watch it with her. <laughs> because you ruin it for her? No, just because I don't think she wants me to know what she's watching. I think it's looked at. You think like she's it, a little embarrassed by it? Uh, yeah, it's well. I think it's uh, all kind of you know, like, it's like if trash you watch TV, it, with, like she afraid if you watch it with her, you're gonna sit there and just roast it and pick it yeah, apart. Yeah, it's it's ruin her fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are you gonna? Yeah, you're just like I don't. You know, I walk in, you're just like, I just look at it as like all these super wealthy women. <laughs> that are like being like, here's my problems, and you yeah, you yeah. just kind of go back to now. But I know it's entertainment, but then you always there's it's hard not to go back and be like, people have real problems. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then if I hear them talk about a real problem, then that's when I, that's really it. I don't mind. I guess I don't mind the you're being entertainment. But then I think I've seen some where it's like then they give their opinion of something, and you're like, yeah, you're, come on, Ruth. Uh, 
she made the argument. So the first one she watched was Real Housewives of Orange County, which is where she's from. Mm-hmm. She said when it first started, it was more of literally just seeing kind of where they live, their homes, yeah. their whatever. kind of. And then they, over time, it's just morphed into the fights yeah. and they've That's amped it up yeah. and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. One Direction started from a reality show. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, it was like a British show, X Factor, but not the X Factor okay. here. And mm-hmm. I think Simon Cowell maybe put them all together. Is that right? Yeah. Sounds about right. Because they were all individual singers, and this puts you guys together as a band. Who's the biggest mm-hmm. one to come out of One Direction? Was that Harry uh, Styles? Harry oh, Styles. Oh, wow. Is that Harry? That's what I was thinking. Oh, Harry Styles crazy. is like top yeah. five right. famous people in the world right, right. now, I think. Oh, yeah. he was in One Direction? Oh, mm-hmm. so that's probably it. Yeah. Like to but come from a reality show. Harry Styles. To now be Harry Styles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, from starting from nothing, probably him. Carrie yeah. Underwood. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like the Kardashians are super famous, but they're already, I mean, that took them to a much higher level though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it might be Kardashians, really. I mean, yeah, but they it. were already kind of in. There the was world. something before the reality, yeah. right? Yeah, I read where the OJ trial kind of got reality TV going because so many yeah. people from that watched the trial. That was a reality show, mm-hmm. and then there was so many the Kardashians. Watch the chase, Kato Kaling, Kato. I mean, they all kind of did their own thing after that. Yeah. Well, even even like uh, watching the OJ chase when the cops were chasing him, mm-hmm. that sort of became a reality thing yeah. that we all watched together. Did you watch moment. that live? I did. I happened to be at a buddy's house watching the NBA finals. We had people over there. They cut away from that to watch that, which was way more entertaining at the time because mm-hmm. that game was not good. And I remember. Yeah, thinking, there's a thirty for thirty about that. Yeah, I remember that. Like, oh my god, OJ running from the cops because there were so many the other hell? sporting events. Have you seen that thirty for thirty? Which one? The day of the OJ chase, there was the NBA Finals. Arnold Palmer, I think, was playing his last major. No, I had no idea all this. I other feel stuff like Ken was- Griffey hit like his 500th home run or something like that. I'm getting it, but it was just a lot of major milestones in sports happened that day. It was wow. a big, big day. Yeah, man, a very big day. But that was by far the biggest story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, they cut away from the NBA Finals. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy to cut away. And Jordan was in the NBA Finals. I don't think it was Jordan. Oh, I think maybe it was, wasn't the finals. Maybe it was the. I think it was, oh, it was the, the Rockets year. and the Knicks. Maybe was it the year? Uh, oh yeah, fi- that's a yeah good trivia. To the know chase this. was in ninety four. Chase was in ninety four, June seventeenth. Yeah. Look at what was. Just look at like this. What was going on? That who day. was in that that day? That game? Who was playing? It? And you'll look at the team. Yeah. Um, the the nineteen ninety four World Cup. Okay. Yeah, wildest day in sports. Wow. Yeah. Uh yeah. Arnold Palmer playing his final round at the US Open. The World Cup ended. The Rangers celebrated their win in the Stanley Cup final. They had the, the parade. Game five of the NBA finals. That's what it was. Ken Griffey Jr. tied Babe Ruth's home run record of most home runs before June 30th. It was the Houston Rockets versus the New York Knicks. Yeah. So that's the game that they cut away from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it was the year Jordan is the year Jordan retired. Is okay. the one yeah in between okay. in between yeah. yeah. Oh wow, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. All that stuff going on, and then and then for your cutaway to a news story to then also be an athlete. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, it's not a random. It's a it's the biggest athlete. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy man. <laughs> People's court prize that considered reality. Yeah, I guess that could All be those, like. 
Yeah, that's Judge I mean, Judy, that's all those Bar type shows. That. That's her other. Yeah. There's a 400 of them on her DVR. Yeah. People's Court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that would be considered reality. So the Masked Singer, they have to keep the celebrity uh, secret. It's uh, They have to sign non-disclosure agreements, of course, but anybody production staff cannot use their phone. I guess they're afraid they'll take a picture or something. If they do have to use their phone, they have to wear a, what they call a shame sash. They have to put on a pageantile <laughs> type sash. The reason being is you got to really have to want to use your phone if you're going to put this thing on. I don't watch this show. I don't. You guys either. watch this one? No. Yeah. You and, do? Uh, no. Yeah. But I think it's fun. I think the idea of it. I think I was going to try to watch it because I thought Harper might think mm-hmm. it's fun. Uh, but. I you know Nick uh, I think Nikki Glazer was just on it. Really, she yeah. was on Days with the Stars too. Yeah, she's been on all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, so, uh, they do a reality show awards every year, and America's Got Talent. I mean, not America's Got Talent. Uh, Amazing Race won like every year for like the first seven years. Um, yeah, we used to watch yeah. the Amazing Race a lot. You and Laura, we were gonna do good. it. Yeah, we were gonna. We weren't gonna do it. They have a joke about it, but it's uh, it it was uh. We watched that. Yeah, the Amazing Race, great. Yeah, have you heard Zach Galifianakis's joke about that? Uh-uh. He goes, "The Amazing Race." I thought that was a show about white people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> old joke. Yeah, yeah. not mine, by old, the way. Old joke. You've yeah. got mail. mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> From 2003 to 2007, American Idol was the number one show on television and the number two show on television because it aired two different nights. So, like Tuesday night oh, and Wednesday wow. night. Yeah, that's right. It was it was the number one and number two show. And a couple of those years, Dancing with the Stars was the third, fourth, and fifth highest rated show because it aired three nights a week. So, would, you singers, that, would you do Dancing with the Stars if they asked you? Oh, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, but I, you know, never, on the back end of your career, maybe. Yeah, yeah coming <laughs> up or tone. coming down? Would you going down? Uh, Whatever happened to Nate Bargatze? Yeah. He was on Dancing with the Stars last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Didn't he? Uh, well, he was a stand-up, wasn't he? I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Did the like? If ice that's coffee. the thing. Like now, you, now you're so good at it that you go off and tour and worldwide. You're known as yeah, the dance the dancing star. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I know the work that like it go. Like even just being on, you know, like being that's on a TV I've show heard. and stuff like that. You're like, I, I don't. I, I just, I just can't imagine having the time. It's a big so chunk maybe, of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if I, you ask me when I think I could have the time, I, my answer yeah. could be completely different. But I, yeah. Now you're like, it just seems like I would else. do yeah. it. I would totally do it. I'd know, I I wouldn't be good now, just because I'm older. I would have been good, you know, 20 years ago. But now I would still do it just to because you know you would be getting in shape. Yeah, like they're just basically paying you to work out. Yeah, so there's exposure. Yeah, it's health Ingvall reasons. Did it. You could be. I Ingvall mean, like, did it. yeah, Adam Carolla did it. Yeah. Jeff Ross did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Cardi B was on a reality show. That's really cool. oh wow. Love and hip hop. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a that's big pretty one. big. The Miz, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I remember. So I remember him doing it and wanting to be a wrestler. Yeah, and talked about his dream of being the champion, and now he's. The main one of the main guys, yeah, he's right? One of the top guys on one of the champ. Yeah, I, I don't think I can ever get that out of my head that he was on there. So it doesn't feel. I didn't know that till I read it. Yeah, I, to me, it's like I never latched onto the Miz because it was like I thought it was like a joke. You always know people mm. from their first. Thing. Yeah, and you're yes. like, oh, you're like that guy yeah. from, and so like I don't take him as serious as being yeah. like one of the other ones, right? But I mean, yeah, he's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a good place to stop. Yeah.
<laughs> yeah, probably a good place to stop. <laughs> all right. Saddest part of the week. Uh, saddest yeah. part of the week. Oh, man. Uh, all right. We uh, Good times, boys. Yeah, so this is coming out uh, the week of the Super Bowl. I'll be in Las Vegas. Super Bowl Bills, Cowboys. Bills win. Uh, mm. And they make the last second field goal. How about they <gasps> – no, that's good. that'd be amazing. That's that'd be good. A, it's too good. I say. No, you said Giants, right? Uh, I know. I said I didn't know either. Uh, okay, but I'm gonna. I'm I gonna, like this yeah. one better. It's more fun. Yeah. Uh, Bills, Cowboys, and I say actually I changed it. No field goal. They, they. It's a third and something, and they <laughs> score so they don't have to score the field goal. So they take the field goal out of it, oh, and they win. Yeah. So yeah, it was the people. Okay, which we're still predicting the game. So, I mean, it could be a different thing. I, I like it better if it's Bills Cowboys. Yeah. Overtime, last minute kick, the guy who misses all of them redeems yeah. himself and kicks the, the longest field goal of all time. How about this? Bills Cowboys, Cowboys missed the field goal. That's funny. That's hilarious. That guy's already missed a bunch of field goals. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. either great for him or the war. Yeah. I don't know. He would kill But him that would be better if it was the Giants then because that was the game where he missed was against the Giants. Oh. Yeah, but we're talking about the actual Cowboys yeah. kicker who just missed five yeah. extra points. I know, but he could miss them against the Giants. I say it happens, oh, okay. but the, I say it happens, but it happens with the Cowboys and not Giants. So there is correlation. It's just not the exact team. The, 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 okay, but the Cowboy misses the field goal. Yeah. I'd actually like to see the Jaguars yeah. win all of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's not as exciting. Well, as... it's already happened. John, so <laughs> I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Yeah, let's go place bets. Yeah. Uh, this weekend. Uh, I think I'm off. But next weekend, uh, I'm at Helium in Indianapolis, Friday, Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Come see me there. Nice, too. I am in Omaha, Nebraska this weekend at the Omaha Funny Bone. I've never done comedy in Nebraska. It's one of the last few states I've never been to. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. about that. Charlottesville, Virginia next week. Asheville, North Carolina the week after that. Uh, Come out and see me. You you. will love Omaha. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Funny Bone there. Uh, yeah. February 11th, I'm going to be performing at Cornelius, North Carolina, brand new performing arts theater on nice. the 11th. Uh, tickets at johnreap.com. There's more tour dates up there. I'm playing Glasgow. Ooh. Kentucky. Ireland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still Plaza the same theater, thing. Glasgow, Kentucky. Still hard to get to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No peace treaties will be signed, yeah. but it will be peaceful and fun. Uh, JohnReap.com for all my tour dates. Listen to my podcast from time to time, country-ish. Yeah. Nate's been on it. You've been on it. Oh, I meant to ask you, there. didn't you uh, Didn't you try to run for mayor? Yes. I, am, uh, I was going to run for mayor of Hickory until I realized I don't live in Hickory. This just in. <laughs> all these years. I've been sitting here talking about hickory, hickory, hickory. I go down to the register of deeds. I make. Uh, by the way, I already knew the answer. I was just trying yeah. to get publicity just for fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I dressed up in a seersucker suit. I called the radio station. I called the newspaper. I said, you want to come down to watch me throw my hat in the ring to run for mayor? They're like, oh, that'd be cool. Charlotte news vans are showing up. <laughs> I'm out in the parking lot and giving a little interview, and I walk in, and I knew the answer. And I walked in, and I was like, yep. John Reap would like to uh, run for mayor. And they go, oh, okay, what's your address? I give him my address. The guy's like, uh, you do not, uh, you're not eligible. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you actually live right outside the district. He showed me the map. Like, this is the actual downtown city of Hickory Park, and you're just over here. 
Uh, so you cannot run from there. And I looked right at the camera. I went, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got in his van and drive back an hour to Charlotte. <laughs> but I knew that going in. And um, But the weird thing about this whole story, the current mayor, you know, he annexed, he don't, he lives further away from Hickory than me. He just annexed his house. So he, if you oh. look at the map, you'll see like it's one big weird looking thing that's mm-hmm. a jigsaw that's one piece. Jerry one lot, yeah. one little piece way over here, Mayor's house. That's the gerrymandering Corrupt. is? That's gerrymandering, yeah. yeah. Yo, that's what that means? Gerrymandering is, yes, to carve up the shape of the districts the to, way that, to benefit yeah. yourself. To benefit you. Wow. Yeah. And that's what he did. And he's not even, it's an island by itself. Crazy. It's not even connected. So I'm like, <laughs> they're not connecting. They're the not dots. connected. No. The dots are not connected. There you go. Yeah. Drop the mic, dude. Drop the mic. That's it. Yeah. 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 Wow. All right, folks. Thank you to our sponsors, ZocDoc, BetterHelp, Athletic Greens, and DraftKings. Don't forget to use our promo code NATE. Uh, Dusty is at uh, Side Splitters in Tampa this weekend. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a good one, too. Too close. I'm sure they're having yeah. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you. And uh, John, thanks for coming on, buddy. Thank you, Nate, for having yeah. me. Yeah, you guys. Thank you. Uh, all right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife Laura on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.